We could chit chat. <laughs> we can chit chat. We could chit chat now. That's oh. what this is. This, this is chit chat. Well, if you didn't know, that's what podcasts usually are. It's where two friends can come together, or someone solo, or a whole group of people. And chit chat. And chit chat. That's what. I feel like we haven't done this for a week. It has been a week, Andy. I thought that you could see. <laughs> My computer problems continue, by the way. They do? I may have to get a new computer. This better be uploaded on Monday. Oh, it will be. Yeah, it will be. Our just six had listeners to... <laughs> are going to be fucking ready, brother. I've just had to do like a workaround for the last couple where I plug my iPad into the computer to gain access to the cloud. It's a very com- yeah, that's exactly oh, right. Yeah. No, you have every right to fall asleep. It is boring. Um, yeah. Anyway, welcome to Slash U. Hey, we're back Andy. after a week apart. Hi, Nick. Um, this is Slash U. Yay! Here we um, are. Episode twenty seventy three. Oh, holy shit! <laughs> yeah. Episode seventy three. Uh, seventy three. Slash U. Um, a little podcast that uh, me and my homie Andy do. Uh, about what do we like to call just cool slasher movies? Definitely. Usually between seventy seven and eighty eight, but we did a four parter. We did we a did. four. We did a foursome. It's AP class, yeah, yeah. The AP class, the advanced placement classes. We did Adam Green's Hatchet series. One, with two, the, and three. One, two, three, and four. It's today, today with the. I hope it's not the final curtain, but the uh, the fourth installment, Victor Crowley. Yeah, from 2017. One hour, 23 minutes. Andy, yeah. we're going to spoil the fuck out of this movie. We are, the whole thing. We are not cinephiles. We do not go to parties and go, if you like The Godfather <laughs> 2 better than Godfather 1. I like you... his use of shading in that one scene. Because sometimes when you look at the boobs, they seem mm-hmm. a little more... Yeah. Uh, we, we we're not that. Sometimes when we come off that, <laughs> way. but you know, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. big deal over here. Tune out if you don't like that. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Honestly, though, I think sometimes commenting on that stuff is appropriate because some movies don't do it uh, uh, artsy fartsy. Some movies do, and I want to point it out when it's deserved. There's gonna. I'm gonna. I might pull on my uh, cinephile uh, training bra. Okay, on this episode yeah. because I already got mine on. Um, Before we get into it, Andy and I just uh, had a lovely weekend with our lovely wives camping in the uh, beautiful woods of southern Wisconsin, Mm -hmm. and it was rad, a little warm. It was, but uh, good sleeping. Good sleeping weather. It was cool at night. Uh, Had fun. I puked while we were walking a trail. Yeah, Nick wasn't, um, what, you weren't just, you weren't really a fan of the walk. (laughs) I'm not gonna lie. I mean, it was cool. Jody, my wife, is like, man. she's like, "Well, look at this." I mean, it was yeah. beautiful, but I was like, "Man, I'd much rather be swimming." Two point uh, three miles. <laughs> Nick's like, "I can't do it. I'm gonna puke." I mean, uh, I like, I, I like skateboarding and exercising, yeah. or maybe like. Beer. I was in rough shape too, uh, but that's just because <laughs> the girls were in front and yeah. in the back going. The, the girls had the dogs walking up front, and we're just. Uh, <laughs> can we get back? I'm I so want a bloated. white claw. Uh, yeah, I need a white claw. So fat. <laughs> Uh, oh, there's hills? Gross. <laughs> but so. it was pretty. It was a great camping trip. That's yeah. why we took the week off. And yeah. we are back with uh, Victor Crowley, the fourth installment of Adam Green's um, Hatchet series, I should say. Um, yeah. Andy, I'm going to go ahead and say, 
my favorite out of the this four. This is your favorite. Yeah, okay. I knew you were about I to. Haven't thought about my favorite. I don't know if it was this one. I don't know. There's reasons. I think it's a little bit more grown up in the sense that it's suspenseful. Yeah. More suspenseful. Like there were more like ah! moments, like where I oh, like okay, my, sure. I got little chill bumps. My boobs popped out of my shirt. <laughs> um, to me, this one. It was trying to be funny. It was trying too hard in a couple spots to be funny. I see. I thought the I thought. Cu- cu- uh, with Dave Sheridan, who plays Dylan in this. Dave Sheridan, of course, uh, Doofy from mm-hmm. Scary Movie, uh, also started Buzzkill. Mm-hmm. It's a great show. It was a prank show on, on MTV in the early '90s. I thought he was the best comedic relief, and out of all of them, I mean, you know, like who we had Marcus in the first one, and you know what we always call who who was trying to be the funny one. Yeah. In the Hatchet, in Hatchet 2, there was uh, Penelope. What the hell is that guy's name? <laughs> in Hatchet 2, the guy who sang Biscuits and Chicken. Oh, um, uh, tr- da, 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 da. Vernon. Vernon, Got yeah. It. And actually, he, they show his picture in yeah. this. But before we dive in, like, um, yeah. uh, uh, this had great actors in it. Yes. Um, of course, we had, uh, who plays Kathleen? <clears throat> we have Felissa Rose, who everyone knows from Sleepaway Camp, Obvi. Yeah. Uh, a classic that we still haven't done. Brian Quinn from Impractical Jokers. Yeah. Um, He's Austin in this movie. Austin, yeah. We also have a quick appearance from Tyler Maine, who does a quick, you know, a, a Bernard, a quick, just a quick appearance in the very, the cold opening. Right. Uh, he plays Michael Myers in Rob Zombie's Halloween series. Oh, interesting. So I that's, did not know that. That's kind of cool. And, um, I mean, I just thought, and of course we mentioned Dave Sheridan, um, who I think is just a... Uh, I, I thought he was great in this movie. There were so many great lines. Um, Tony but, Todd made a very small comeback in a YouTube video that was played on a phone. Yep, as Reverend, Reverend Zombie. Reverend Zombie, yeah. who we all know from the, the, the other movies, right? So this is just—I just, just kind of want to pull out actors galore. Mm-hmm. Andy, this movie is like this movie is like Jason Lives. Okay, perfect. <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> no complicated metaphor. No, this I was week. I was thinking about trying to go a little bit more kind of you know <laughs> P, uh, Pinot Noir. I mean Noir. Yeah. Pinot Noir. I was trying to get a little bit more Noir. Uh, like Jason lives in a swamp. Jason lives in a swamp. Okay. Um, I mean, it's it's. I think it's really cool they bring him back. Blah blah blah. blah. Yeah. But uh, this is. I feel like again my favorite because no 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 still great kills. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like there's a lot of blood and spurt and. But creative kills, I feel like Adam was has grown, you know, in the 10 years, he kind of grew up and kind of said, let's let's focus in on these kills. Mm-hmm. And I just thought the whole, God, no, I sound like a fucking dick. You cinephile. sure do. <laughs> I thought the movie was rad. And this is the only out of the four, this one actually kills more women than men. So oh, interesting. Yes. Woke, hey. woke movie. Girl power. Um did you know I was reading the trivia, and of course it's IMDb trivia. So yeah, I mean, it's still. Legit. I hope most of it's true. Sure, I know that anybody can kind of edit it, but Adam Green was um, motivated by Wes Craven and George Romero to do this one. <laughs> yep. Did you read that? Yes, I did. Uh, George Romero, right before, because right said before was, George Romero right died. Right before George Romero died, he's like, people are getting sick of it. Like, and he's like, no, no one's getting sick of it. That's your baby. Like, make it live. Yeah, Wes Craven, like, you had a big influence on, on and if it's your, uh, you know, creative baby, so to speak, you should stick with it. Do it. Totally. And he and, did. Yes, and that's why I, you know, I sent you that article <clears throat> that Jody found that... They're going to do part five. I hope. Yeah. I mean, you know... It's you, been 12 years, or, no, sorry, this was 2017, so it's... Yeah. <laughs> my bad. 
My math's bad. It's been five, five. years since this one. I'm if Adam Green, uh, I know he's a big fan. Mm-hmm. So Adam, of our podcast, yes. Oh yeah, Adam, totally. Make it. I mean, do it. I'll, let, I'll we'll start the GoFundMe over here at Slash You. I will. Um, we will rent a cinema here in Bayview, and we will invite a hundred friends. Oh yeah, when they show it, I got sta- <laughs> yeah, we got standing ovations. <laughs> totally. Ooh, the money we make off our OnlyFans. Absolutely. Adam, at, listen, Adam, we're uh, our OnlyFans is going to blow the hell up. <laughs> so uh, we will be happy to donate some of that money to help uh, get uh, another one of these off the. Can you uh, make a check out to less than a dollar? Like, <laughs> uh, sixty-seven cents. No, it's sixty-seven thousand dollars <laughs> oh. because everyone to see. Everyone's going to want to see my boobs. Okay. And I might show a little crack of the. I might show a little bit of my butt. Sure. But, you already uh, have but, on Instagram. Oh, yeah. But I might, like, put a knife in it, like, maybe act like I'm getting stabbed in the butt. Like, hold it? Oh, no, oh I thought you meant, like, hold make... it with your butt cheeks. Like, hold a knife. <laughs> yes. Clench your cheeks. Look at me. I'm holding a knife with well, my butt. <laughs> if it's a slash you OnlyFans, you got to make it kind of slashy. Yeah, you do. So, like, yeah, maybe clenching, like, a butcher knife in between my cheeks. Oh, man. I'm that, making, that... making funny about this, but if you... <laughs> made like you know a thousand dollars a month they'd be like holy shit yes because there's weirdos out there that are like it i know i made it this is real quick i'm we made like 2006 when youtube or 2004 but i mean this is 2004 i had a little uh blackberry phone and i had a little capability where it could make a three second video okay and it was jody my bare ass and i went jody spank me and she just spanks it Uh and i go oh don't do that anymore that's it that was the it video. It was my bare ass. And sure. I put it on YouTube. Yeah. It lived there before it got cut off because it was a bare ass. Yeah. It lived on there for like two months. Over 3,000 views. Oh, I was going to say comments, 40 billion views. No, but I mean, even then it was like in their comments, like creepy comments, like I wish that was my butt. And like. That's awesome. Yeah. So I feel like I there's going to be weirdos out there that is going to want to maybe see me clenching a knife in my butt. Or maybe me holding like pouring like red corn syrup over my titties. For sure. So anyway. That'll um, definitely bode well for any future employment we, or office that you've wished to run to. Running yeah. as, as a politician or whatever you plan on doing <laughs> in the future. Look at me. I'm not going to run. <laughs> he should. Do you think Adam's turned off the podcast by now? By now Adam Green has said, these guys are never going to talk about my movie. Gone. Tune out. <laughs> He's going to send his lawyers on us. Maybe. Cease um, and desist because yes, you're giving you me a bad name. Well, now, now, now. It's time. It? Here we do it. For Andy's, Andy's, Andy's <laughs> Cliff Kill. No toads, toads, toads. Brought to you by Bouncy Castles. If you're going to have a party for a niece or nephew yeah. and you want to someone to have want them to have fun or if you just want to have fun yourself go get yourself a bouncy castle now 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 andy's cliff kill no why can't just an adult rent a bouncy castle for like the day in their well, backyard I, why myself, do you have to have kids well i mean i still think you could if you i, I would do it like having a party yeah yeah, let's say we have a barbecue, and yeah. there's also be a bouncy castle. They have oh, are there children there? No, there's adult bouncy. Just yeah. Adult, yeah, that'd be rad. There's weight limits on those things. I always have to. Some big guy. <laughs> anyway, Cliff Kill Notes, brief summary of the movie, so you can follow along. Uh, but please go watch it. It is available on Tubi. Is uh, it? I didn't yeah. get it on Tubi. I watched it on Tubi I last watched it on night. Shutter. Watched it on Tubi last night, and I watched it on Blu-ray today. 
Oh, and, right. Uh, well, there are slight differences. I'll tell you. Okay, great. I can't wait to hear that. But so, I did not just so the listeners out there, the students. I did oh. not. I did not have it on Tubi, but I do have a subscription to Shutter. Sure. So it's it's on a few different platforms. So I think it commercials. It's been ten years ten since years. the massacre at Honey Island Swamp that killed I don't know over forty people. That's <laughs> what they said. Throw that out there. That's what the news said. I want to bring and, that up. Andrew Young, the lone survivor of the horror of Victor Crowley, has written a book about his experience. And on the 10-year anniversary, Andrew is out on a book tour. Lots of people think that he did it since he was the lone survivor. Meanwhile, Chloe and her friends are out uh, to shoot a slasher film based on the Victor Crowley story. So through a series of unfortunate events, they all end up back in Honey Island Swamp. And somehow the curse gets reenacted and Victor's back. And hilarity ensues. <laughs> awesome. I didn't want to give away too much. I didn't want the cliff kill notes to be too long because we are going to go over all that. So. We are going to go over that because it is uh, a great way to say it. Victor's back, baby. Mm. Victor's back. Ooh, should... Victor's back. Victor's Sorry. That's Guar singing yeah, the opening credits. To... Victor's we... back. We should ask the question, do you need to see the first three to know what's going on No. Here? I was going to bring that up because it's in my notes. I completely no. agree. You yeah. do not, because they tell the backstory. Yeah. Of course, you you have to. I mean, but if like if if there was if you were showing this at a party and let's say eighty percent of the people have seen the first three and then maybe twenty percent haven't, they'd still be fine. Yeah, I think you appreciate this more if you've yeah, seen the first three. Yeah, because they tell the backstory. They they you know everything. Yeah. I mean, and in fact, when they that little girl reading the voice, mm-hmm. you know, when we'll, we'll, we'll get we'll to talk it. About it. Yeah, that's Felissa Rose's daughter, Lola. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. I just think we should tell everybody who maybe didn't know or doesn't know, or you're just tuning in, you're new to Slash You. At the end of Hatchet 3, they broke the curse of Victor Crowley, and he was destroyed. The once first and for three all. are just, it's like. The first three is a continuous story. It, I mean, like from pickup to end, yeah. it is great. It's a one continuous storyline, and at the end of the third, he was defeated. Dunzos. He was a skeleton with blue flames, and, and she shot him with a shotgun. Yeah, he was mush. He was him, mush. And he was done. And uh, here we are 10 years later, and um, we're picking it up. So it's like, how is he going to come back? They they broke the curse and destroyed him. So That's, I was wondering the whole time, well, how is I mean, they going to get him back? Here we go. <laughs> Voorhees has done it quite a few times. So, mm-hmm. I mean, why can't little old Victor Crowley do I it know. too? VC well, I knew it was going to happen. I just wanted to know how. I'm like, how are they going to make this so it's somewhat believable that it can happen within this universe? I feel so connected to this series now that I just call him VC. Like, oh, VC over there. Good old VC. Oh, VC. Come I do that too. Sandwich. So let's open up. We open. 1964. A little bit of a flashback. A little bit of flashback. 1964. Lovers, um, Dell and Sue. Sue are having a romantic evening in the swamp. Yeah, they're on a rowboat listening to some tunes. Yeah, like Beauty School Dropout. Yeah, I don't remember the Go song. Back to high school. <laughs> it's some. Or it's, uh, it's like some doo wop doo So really, I mean, I, it's really nothing much to me, Andy. You know, they're they're, they're teen lovers in 1964. Yeah. Uh, he's you know kind of expressing you know there's a little haha moments I guess, but yeah. really the moment he's bringing her out here on this romantic evening in the swamp, mm-hmm. go figure, uh, is to propose, ask for her. Hand and Mirage. For those of you who maybe never watched any slasher horror movie at all, uh, I'm just going to spoil it for you. These both people are going to die. Oh! I mean, that's like a duh. <laughs> They're two people, uh, lovers alone in the swamp. They're going to die. A movie called Victor Crowley is not going to be a rom-com. Right. It's the beginning of the movie. Yeah, so I mean, this is obviously like 
uh, we're going to introduce a threat. They're going to die. <laughs> Nick, you said yeah. this is going to be like Sleepless in Seattle. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, she's scene. having. Yeah, the yeah, opening scene. Oh, Nick, this is so show. romantic. Uh, but she does, you know, she does, you know, um, Dell asks for uh, Sue's hand in marriage. She says yes, but then it's just it's one of these. Funny. Yeah, it's just a funny scene when she's freaked out because is it the '60s where every young girl at the age of 16 wants to be proposed to? It was they a different only, times. He'd only been dating seven months. Well, yeah, but I mean, and also I would think it was a different time. Yeah, but that you know, like if you weren't 20 years old and proposed to, yeah, like you were old, kind of a pariah at that. Yeah, point. like yeah. oh my god, she's 21 she's, and not married. She's 21. Yeah, she's like some kind of. Um, What's spinster? Ugh, you yeah, know? Uh, she probably doesn't shave her pits. Sue, um, obviously, so happy at being proposed that she's crying and ugly girl crying, ugly, as they say. Like snot, snot coming down her nose. Dell, a little bit turned off, gives her a hanky and says, "You gotta wipe. You gotta wipe your your nose." She makes it worse. Yeah, yeah, like makeup. Just like <laughs> just she's like makeup I'm smeared. So happy. <laughs> she's like, I'm so happy. And just snot all over her face, and they do the funny gag where she grabs him and kisses him yeah, and, and the there's snot. snot between their faces and he almost pukes i thought that was funny <laughs> yeah it's uh definitely kind of a comedic moment i mean it's still setting up of course the death scene but yeah <laughs> i always think it's funny because it's the 60s you know he's probably 18 she's probably 13 and now they're uh getting married we don't know that yeah they are um <laughs> but, but they then, hear but daddy you know, they hear, and Creepy. we see Chewbacca. No, <laughs> but they, but what they, but they hear that, that, that eerie daddy that we've heard throughout the whole series. Correct. See, so if you haven't seen the three series, Andy, like if I was watching what's always seen, I'd be like, and they hear, I'd be like, oh, that's. That means Victor Crowley is right. alive and near. It's super creepy. Yeah, it's super it creepy. Usually is. And I heard that was like Kane Hodder and like his kid. Adam kid. Green, Kane Hodder, and I think Kane, Kane Hodder's kid. Kid, yeah, that kind and of they, they blended it together and they pitched. But it. mainly the kid is like, and yeah. If you listen close, you can hear it. Sounds almost like a little kid's voice. Yeah, but uh, Daddy. but this is the '60s, so they think someone is hurt, so they right. they go to uh, check it out, and that's where we meet uh, Bernard. Yeah, it's just Tyler some. Maine. He's a hunter. Yeah, he he's busts a, out of the woods. He's like, "What are you doing out here? Did you hear? Are you guys the ones making that sound saying daddy?" <laughs> and they're like, "No, no, we we thought somebody was hurt." And very deep blue sea. This scene, yeah. and uh, I'll explain. Um, as he's like, <laughs> "You kids need to get out of here because of what?" And right as he's talking, his head is just slashed. Yep. His head is chopped off. It's the very Adam Green esque Green esque blood spurt coming out of the neck, just <laughs> like a fucking bubbler. A red. A, a like imagine fountain. a garden hose that you put your thumb over. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, <laughs> but it's not clear water. It is red. It's blood. So that to me was very deep blue sea, like with Samuel L. Jackson. Spoiler for that movie. Oh yeah, yeah. but Samuel L. Jackson's kind of like we Giving got a speech. Yeah, yeah, and then the shark just comes up and eats him. Yeah. Everybody's like, holy shit, this was to me. Yep. A very just deep like bleed. I'll give you one piece of advice, and yeah. that is, <laughs> yeah, head chopped off. So then everyone's like, you know, the, of course, uh, Dell and Sue are like, holy fuck! So run, they run, but and as they kind of run off, they think they're safe. Dell is uh, looking at Sue, and then she's freaking out because guess who's behind Dell? Uh, Victor Crowley. And just uh, hatches him through the head. No, it's a or, it's a spear, it's dude. A spear pops it, his eye out. Yeah, pops his eye out, and um, we. I mean, I mean, so he's he's dead because the yeah. the blood. I mean, yeah. 
is he dead? Like, yeah, if he gets definitely. his eyeball speared out from behind us, I mean, yeah. it went through his brain. He's <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know. I'm no doctor, Andy. No, but anyway, do, uh, so he gets eye, but then it's the great because Sue is now in trouble. <laughs> yeah, we gotta do um, uh, myth, myth, slash busters here. <laughs> Are you actually gonna die with a spear through your head, poking out your eye? Uh, Sue turns to run, but she is quickly uh, axed in the back with the hatchet, which I suppose severs her spine, and she goes down. Yep. Victor takes his time here a little bit. He's I, a younger guy, though, yeah, so maybe... It's 1964. He's, yeah, so he's probably like 10. Can I ask, when When did he die? Like, he's the ghost the ghost haunting the swamp at this point in, in 64. So, like, when was his original death? 1963. Oh, the year before? Yeah, I mean, he's a young Victor. You know, I mean, do you see him? He's wearing skinny jeans. I didn't. And he's got his lip pierced. I remember Sue. He's got, he's got that emo haircut. When they first heard the daddy, Sue <laughs> said, like, isn't this the place where that kid died on Halloween? Yeah, I mean, and, I don't and know. And Del was like, you mean that mongoloid kid? And yeah. she's like, that's, you know, dumb, that's mean. And so they obviously know about the legend of Victor Crowley. I just makes me wonder, like, did he die in the 30s? Did he die in the 1800s? Yeah, know? I mean, they never I don't really think he did. I, I mean, but no, they're, it's their. No, they're, he couldn't have because Mary Beth's dad was one of the kids. Yeah. That, so it was obviously maybe the mid 60s, early 60s. Uh, so that's 50s. what I'm saying. He was wearing my chemical romance overalls. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I mean, he's wearing fucking Buddy Holly overalls. Yeah. No, in anyway, any case. Like, yeah. he, he, I mean, he's a young, he's, he's younger. Skinny jean overalls. He's yeah. a younger Victor he's Crowley. He's still a ghost, though. Yeah. A, Haunted. Young VC. Uh, he takes his time. When he hits Sue in the back, she goes down face first. He then hacks off each of her legs. She's screaming the whole time. Uh, he then hacks off both of her arms one at a time and then, like, steps on the back of her head a little bit and then just axed her head off. And Cheryl had to look away. She's watching it with me. It was a very violent scene. It was extremely violent, and it was the first one of these movies that Cheryl's watched with me. And she was like, oh, no, I don't like this. And I'm laughing. I'm like, they're all like this. Like, this is what he does. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's not this real. Is tame. I, I like, mean, this is what he does. But I mean, but it was. It was very drawn out. Yeah. And that's what I liked about it. See, I feel like this movie's a little older. So. And um, she's dead. Yep. Yeah. So, no. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it was. I would say this one is an honorable mention, though. I mean, uh, I know we haven't talked about killer. Audible Dick Shot because I just, it was very, this is when, does it, because when Victor Crowley, like when he starts living in the in the later days, he'll just kind of kill you. Yeah. This time he was like, you know, he's young, you know, he's like, hi, I'm Victor Crowley. I'm just, you know, learning how to kill. How to kill so I'm going to take my like time. like our, our uh, <laughs> a past episode on Masked Part 25. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's new to it, so it's still kind of fun for him, but yeah. then this later is, on. Yeah. <laughs> In the, chop her head off in the 2000s, he's but, just bored with it. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to fucking belt gonna sand run. your head. <laughs> Fuck. I'm going to rip your head in half with my bare hands. I'm um, going to open your mouth but, beyond beyond open. Just going to rip your mouth open and kill you. That is the, oh, those are the cold credit. That's a cold opening. Yeah, Victor Crowley. The words pop up on the screen. Yep. That's our Great. open. And as uh, we really don't get like that typical cult, you know cold opening credit roll, you know, mm -hmm. it's just Victor Crowley, mm -hmm. and then we get this uh, the great backstory, uh, which we uh, when we talked about Felissa Rose's of uh, uh, Felissa's daughter Lola, mm -hmm. who who just kind of tells the backstory. Right. Victor Crowley's this. And Once this is... upon a time, there was a boy who was born deformed. Yeah. And, and then yeah. she goes through also the first, second. People go out to try to find him. While but... she's talking, it's the camera's looking at a candle. And, mm -hmm. in the, you know, there's also images overlaying. It's really of, cool. 
uh, newspaper headlines, yep. uh, including from part three, Amanda Perlman's article, yep. Victor Crowley She's exists. A, yep. Um, Good call. Very cool callbacks to other movies, but also um, easy enough for a newcomer exactly. to know what's going on. This is where, too, my lovely wife, Cheryl, I love you so much, started asking me questions. And I was like, they're answering all of your questions right now. Yeah, so that's cool. I, I didn't say shut up and listen, but, but I wanted, I was like, listen to this little girl. She's answering everything that you would need to know. And you're going to, you're going to be right up to speed. So it, shut up and listen. <laughs> but we well, love you, Cheryl. Yeah, she's the best. Um, but yeah, but it's, it's great because it is the truth. Like if you've heard this story, pretty much like once you've heard the story, I love that line. Once you've heard the story, mm-hmm. you're already dead. Once you've heard him say daddy. Or once you've heard him say, Dad, you're already yeah, dead. Yeah. yeah, not the story. That's, just, that's what I wrote. Yeah. <laughs> you just tell somebody the story on the street, that person's going to die. It's like... Uh, what like does that, she what's say that then? I thought it was she said, you... once you've heard his voice. Oh! Daddy, you're, you're already, already dead. dead. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you... So many hundreds of people know the story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Many of them don't believe it. Uh, like, that's the whole premise. God damn it. <laughs> um... <laughs> so after we get the uh, cold opening and everyone gets the backstory, uh, we're taken to a talk show. Sabrina, Sabrina, a lot like, like Wendy Williams, like or... a cheap Oprah, a cheap yeah. Wendy Williams, even a cheaper Oprah. Mm-hmm. Uh, her name is Sabrina, not the witch. No. Um, but it's a talk show, and her guest is Andrew. Yeah, Andrew, Andrew Young, Young, who we know from the very who from well, we've known from all three. But let's not get into that. He's the only. He's the final boy, pretty much, of, of, Hatchet, of, three. of Hatchet 3. Yeah. Um, uh, he was the paramedic. Correct. And he survived. The he only survived, one. yes. And so he has written a book. Not the only one, but we'll get yeah, to that. Yeah. <laughs> he has survived. There's nothing I'm going to bring up. Um, sorry. And action. Go. Andrew Young is the guest of on Sabrina. Uh-huh. And I guess he's been there before because he, you know, he comes out and he's written a book called I Survivor. Yeah. And he's also Sabrina's ex-husband. Yes. Yeah. They were married at one point. I, and they really don't pull that out a lot. Like, I really found that out in the second watch. Right. But I feel like they kind of glass over it. Yeah. They could have really just, I mean, the two sentences between them before or after the show, like, you know, we used to be married. And, you know, like, how can you keep, how can you always keep accusing me that I'm the killer? Because that's what she does on this show. Yeah, she she just always <laughs> keeps implying that you're the only survivor. Your yeah. DNA was found, but was I mean? Didn't people call in? Like other people had called in and said, I, "That's what I don't understand." Like, I, do, do realistically, could he really have been the killer? Absolutely not. There have been there was we saw episodes of people calling in, going, "The Bayou Butch is here." That other people are listening that weren't in the swamp. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't, I, I don't want to get It up, makes but. no sense because the killing people have been going missing and f- showing up dead in the swamp for decades, and then they're going to say this most recent instance where like 40 plus people died is all him. And it's like, well, has he been around since the 60s? Has he been around since the 20s or whatever? And he was, a, and he was a, yeah, and he was a paramedic number one, and yeah. he really didn't come out there, yeah. you know, like his. It's very easy to de- debunk yeah. uh, everybody who accuses him, but. <laughs> Honestly, at the end of the day, 
A lot of people died. He was the only one who survived. So naturally, there's people who blame him. So on this talk show, Sabrina keeps pressing Andrew like he is the guilty one. Right. Of course, uh, he's on the show because it's the 10-year anniversary of this massacre. Yeah, and he's pushing a book. Yep, pushing a book that, you know, but he has to keep always repeating to the audience and to the, you know, to Sabrina. I didn't do it. Excuse me. Yeah, I I didn't do it. I'm exonerated. Yeah. Um, And, you know, she keeps pointing out, though, nothing has happened in the past 10 years. Like, Uh it is a... It's a swamp that it is very active in tourists. Yep. Uh, people are back. And it's funny. Isn't that funny, Andrew? And he's like, you know, no, I, I don't know. I can't explain that. Mm-hmm. She's like, isn't it weird that you're the O.J. Simpson of Honey Island <laughs> you're Swamp? You're like the O.J. Simpson. And he's like, no, of Honey Island Swamp. No, I'm not. Because <laughs> everybody thinks O.J.'s guilty. So <laughs> we know that, uh, that motherfucker is guilty. not. That motherfucker's guilty as sin, man. But we know that Andrew is not, despite the fact that everyone thinks he is. Yes. So, no, he's not like the OJ of Honey Island Swamp. <laughs> Very um, well said, Andy. And we, um, at that point, uh, the scene switches to a hotel room with uh, somebody watching Andrew and, par- and company on the TV. Yeah, that's a great, yep. And that's where we meet Chloe, Alex, and Rose. Chloe is watching, and she's just like, damn, he's so hot. I want to have 15 babies with him. <laughs> and Alex is her boyfriend. Yeah, and he's like, why? Well, you know, why? I'm right here, babe. Yeah, <laughs> I guess it's like when they have a hall pass. Or it's like, you know, yeah. like you know, like if you get to bang one celebrity, mm-hmm. you know, mine would be Carrot Top. Um, really? Yeah. Wow. All those props, I suppose. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. Can you take that mailbox and do some more? No. Um, <laughs> but we do find out that Chloe is really into Andrew. She thinks he's the dream, yep. dreamy of dreams. She believes his story. She believes a story. She believes in Victor Crowley. She is actually trying to make a movie based on Victor Crowley. Right. They are there for that reason. Right. To make a trailer, not to film a movie. They're just trying to make a trailer to uh, hit up potential investors, which, you know, I would love to send out some of them. I've got two screenplays. If anybody is in one of our four listeners happens to want to invest in a rad movies. It's good stuff. I Um, like Murder Cabin for sure. Yes. uh, Yes. Um, That said, they're there to make the trailer. Rose is uh, there. She does. She's with them. Special effects. Yeah, the makeup. Yeah, yeah. Chloe's the director, and um, her boyfriend Alex is there to play Ben from, from our first one. Right. So from he's our an grandma's actor. boy. Yeah, he's right. a, he's an actor. Um, they're in a shitty hotel room, and uh, I loved the joke here. Yes. Rose uh, comes out of the shower. I love it, compl- yeah. complaining that she has to share a hotel room with the other two. You know, the couple uh, talking about how. She had to hear them have awkward, quiet sex. Yeah. Uh, one minute at midnight, and then in three minutes at 2.30. And then she impersonates them like, oh, do you think she can hear us? No, she's totally sleeping. Oh, exit only, exit only. Yeah. And Rose goes, by the way, Chloe, you're missing out, <laughs> you prude. <laughs> Implying that she likes butt sex. Yes! <laughs> I got that too. Exit only, exit only. Yeah. By the way, Chloe, you're missing out, <laughs> you prude. <laughs> so... Uh, and Rose drops her towel, and Chloe, of course, is just like, "Hey, you see a butt? Yeah, would we agree? Don't friends don't need to be this naked in front of each other?" And Alex just like, "I don't mind. I'm okay with <laughs> yeah, it. I'm okay with it. Yeah, <laughs> because um, it's funny. Adam Green and the uh, actress who plays Rose, mm-hmm. which I have right here, are close friends. Okay, uh, it's uh, Laura Ortiz, and she was like." Let's do more nudity. And he's like, you're like my sister. Absolutely not. He didn't want to. Did not like. Because they do a little side boob, but you do see a great uh, Latina butt. And uh, it's red. (laughs) 
Um, but, you know, they kind of realize that they have to get ready to shoot the trailer. Yep, we got to get going. We got to get going. Alex, I thought this was great, uh, is like, she's like, oh, go, go ahead and change. Chloe's like, go ahead and change, Alex. We, we got to go. And as he's changing, Rose is like, let me grab my effects. I don't think I have enough blood. And this is, you know, some banter back and forth. But then she's like, we got to go by the book signing first. Because yeah. they're going to see Andrew. They want to talk to Andrew at the book signing, yeah. And so, but it's great. He's putting, Alex is putting on the shirt. And it's uh, the Newberry Comics t-shirt. Uh-huh. The, uh, the comic store that Adam Green kind of grew up with, I think, in the Northeast. And it's a very prominent in every movie. I think it's written on the wall in Hatchet 3. Okay. And, the, you know, it's that face with a kind of weird smile. I didn't know that. Yes. That's awesome. Not fake fact news. <laughs> and um, so the shirt that he puts on is like some whiskey bit version of yeah. it. And I thought, yeah. hey, I mean, there's just so many great little Easter eggs. So Chloe funny. picks up the binder she has. is full of yeah. the um, everybody Misty. dead from the other movies uh, the, and the, pages all the way through you B see misty vernon. you see vernon yep. uh pages all the way through to ben and he's wearing and there it's that shirt and she's like alex you had one job and he's just like i got the face wrong didn't i yeah <laughs> <laughs> sorry my name's alex sorry babe um i'm p whipped sorry <laughs> alex does try to maybe they're trying to make him comic relief but it they just are doesn't feeling work. at that they yeah. are dave dave sheridan owns this uh i think i, I yeah. thought he was uh really uh really well cast in this movie so we go back to the studios of sabrina and uh, they're out back, I guess, kind of in like that open area where you know you can talk. So Andrew's talking oh, the catering, to his publicist, like the catering, catering area. Yeah. Andrew's talking to his publicist, Kathleen. Kathleen, played by, of course, Sleepaway Camp's own Felissa Rose. Ta-da! What I've heard is really rad. She tours a lot with Dave Sheridan really? to, to horror cons, I didn't and I've know heard that. yeah, I've heard they're like he's rad, I heard she's rad. Like they're he always dresses as Doofy though. Okay. I think you know, like one night you should fucking do. Why not? I mean, but everyone of course knows it was Doofy. Yeah. Like, people have seen Scary Movie, of course, more than Victor Crowley. But Still. anyway, um, she plays Kathleen. And, um, you know, she's like, uh, you know, like, this is this is a great book. I know everyone's calling you a murderer. Yeah. But, you know, we're, we're, on, we're on a good thing here. We're They're just a, back and forth yep. about how people yep. think he's guilty. And he's like, no, I'm not. You know, you don't think I am. And she's like, who cares what I think? As long as they <laughs> buy your book, you know. Yeah, and you're making me money. And, I, yeah. you know, she looks kind of like, she's kind of like that. <clears throat> That, that, just like a sleazy like, agent. Yeah, like, so just like a buy your book, sell your yeah, book, and like then I make 10% B, or... B grade, <laughs> C grade agent that's like, yeah, over here. Yeah. So uh, they need to get going to the book signing. Book signing at a local bookstore, I guess, right. in the Jefferson Parish. And of course, Chloe is there with Alex and with uh, Rose. Mm -hmm. She's with her book. She's excited. And with the whole, I'm just going to go and skip to it. The whole reason she's also there, not only because she loves him, Andy, she wants him to be a part of the movie because right. she thinks it's going to make investors wet their pants. So her, with plan, excitement. her plan is just, just ask this guy as a you know college-age film director. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to ask this yeah. this guy who's selling a book and survived the murders, could you please be in my movie? And she thinks he's just going to agree to it. Like, that's her plan. Yeah. Yeah. It's a weak plan. <laughs> it's a really weak plan. Like, she, I think, like, one of her first lines is like, I've tweeted him. Like, I mean, yeah. you know, I've tweeted at you. So yeah. that's but what she says when they walk up. But we get, and this is one difference between what I watched on TV yes, I can't wait to hear. and the Blu-ray. Uh, one girl comes running up to Andrew. What was her name? Christina, I think. Yeah. Wants him to sign her boobs. Yes. On Tubi, don't see the boobs. I do. Oh, I didn't. Uh, did well, you see I'm, him on Shudder? On Shudder. Hey. Yes, because I did not. So she's showing her boobs. Yep. And you, they're, you know, 
um, like every their boobs perfectly uh, normal, perfectly every, natural, and everything's rad. And so she's like, "Yeah, can yeah, you, Christina with a K," and he's like, uh, "Which one? Which one? <laughs> Sign the other one to my dad, Bill, with a B. <laughs> with a B." <laughs> but I thought I read some trivia too that some digital streaming did not allow the boobs. They like cut it off the bottom, uh, the frame cut off like right at her, right above her breasts. That's and you didn't crazy. See them. It was not on Tubi. You did not see the boobs on Tubi. You did on the Blu-ray. That's obviously. weird because Tubi. Adam Green was mad. I yeah. read about that too. He was like, "What the hell? Because, Just show him." Well, it's interesting because even before like we see Christina run up with her boobies as he's sitting at his table, someone has desecrated the eye um, the poster, the eye survivor poster with yeah. eye murderer. They yeah. kind of. And they drew a out survivor. Dick. And they drew this great, it's a great drawn penis. Real good penis it's drawing. It's a great yeah. drawing of a penis. Like kind of going into his mouth. Perfect little curly hair. Yeah, they had a great like circumcised. How come all the penises are always circumcised? That you know their penises that well, way. I, I mean, think. but think about our brothers and sisters. You draw an, my brother, un, an uncircumcised penis. It's like, what is, is that like a carrot? <laughs> like what is, what is that? You know, I think you need... Yeah, I, guess I don't want to get like, into how penises look different because this is not this podcast. That's more of a biology podcast. Sex you sex for you. the ladies. Yeah. <laughs> no, but get, going back, so uh, I, you do get it on Shutter. <clears throat> so yes. I, I mean, if you, I think most of our listeners might have Shutter. Watch it on Shutter. Yeah. So uh, he signs the boobs, and then what's kind of great um, is, uh, the, I guess his next signing. Yeah. Is our is our friend Linus. Oh, whips out his wiener. Did they show that on Tubi? They did not. See? They did not show it on the Blu-ray either. They didn't? At least from what I recall. I feel like I would remember if I it saw was a wiener. A, it was a small... Big, a, a small penis? A small penis. But the ball, maybe I even just the, couldn't see it. <laughs> no, he, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, don't laugh. It's small. I'm joking. Am I? Gotta be secure. Yeah. No, but I'll tell you something. He... He, it's because it stays on there for a while. Okay. And the thing that Adam wanted to do with this again, what I read was like, you know, the the trope is always equal opportunity. Yes. Yeah. Let's show some dick. I love it. So love it, it. so it's this guy's like, hey, I'm not. He's like, I'm not buying your book. I'm just gonna probably wait for the audio yeah. version to come out. But I'm gonna I want you to, I'm gonna torrent the audio version, meaning he's just gonna steal it for free. Yeah. <laughs> and I want you to sign my dick. Yeah. And, but I don't think he could fit. I don't feel like he could fit Andrew on there. Maybe Anne. Maybe Andy. No, and <laughs> I think no. I mean, but it's weird because it focuses it. on the balls for so long that yeah. you watch the balls like okay gyrate or or gesticulate or whatever that word is. <laughs> I think gesticulate. Gesticulate. Like I mean, they move, <laughs> and it's crazy, dude. And he says so, no, and this yeah. guy calls him a homophobe. Yeah, and he's like, I'm gonna go on the Facebook and tell you you're a homophobe, and right. You know, Kathleen's like. People usually call him a murderer. murderer. Go ahead. Yeah. People call him a murderer. So I just thought that was interesting because I did read that there was a lot. I, I'm surprised that uh, Tubi, I, I can understand taking out the penis, yeah. which is fucked up. I guess I don't remember seeing it on the Blu-ray. No, I, mean, I will you, probably you, watch you, again. You would have seen it. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, I mean, all joking aside about small. I mean, you know. It's, it's possible I was writing notes. It was like a stump. It. it had good girth, but okay. it was short and girthy. Um, but we also get, are you dumb talking penis? I'm done talking okay, penis. Okay, because we also get... Well, I could talk penis a I lot. suppose we can take another hour or so. But yeah. we we also get, and you tell me if you agree, a continuity error here. Um, because a man comes up with his wife in uh, showing a picture of a guy in camouflage yep. and saying, you killed my brother. He, he was out there and he died. Chad. Chad. This is Skip. 
that was Hatchet Part 2. And Andrew wasn't in Hatchet Part 2. Andrew was in Hatchet 3. But they're saying he did the whole damn thing. Ah, because it took place over a matter of a couple yes. days. Yes. I see. I was very confused because um, this guy, Skip, which is awesome callback, by the way, because yes. Chad in part two said, yeah, I'm Chad. It's kind of a douchey name. My brother's name Skip. And Cletus was like, and I Cletus is like, I bet you guys are beat up. You yeah. know, Chad and Skip. Uh-huh. Great call on that. But yes, yeah. um, no, he was a paramedic, but he could have been out there. Like, I mean, just, I guess, like, but it just, just like the paramedic in Jason 4. I mean, mm-hmm. the paramedic uh, is the one that's because they killed this fat kid. You're right. I didn't want to, you know, Adam Green could do no wrong. So no content. Continuity error. <laughs> I was yeah. just like, wait, you don't Chad have to was, kiss his ass. He's turned the podcast Chad off. was part two. I didn't get it because Andrew comes up in part three. But you're right. All three of the first move, the first three movies took place over like two nights, three days, two nights. Yeah, totally. It's so, quick. I love. I mean, again, I'm very cool. I feel like a dick, but I that I haven't we haven't seen this, sh- or or I haven't even seen it. But, not, but again, I like eighty shit, but. God damn, I, I know that Adam did too, and I'm a big fan now, and I'm just so glad we found this. I, I love the AP classes. Yeah. Continuing, finally, Chloe and her friends uh, get to approach Andrew. Yep. And so she's going to a spiel. Hey, listen, but Kathleen, you know, like, I, I like you. And so he's kind of listening. I tweeted at you. He's kind of looking at her weird. Like, okay. Kathleen fu- interrupts because she's been on her phone. And she, I guess something exciting, uh, maybe an opportunity. Who knows, Andy? Maybe, maybe more money coming in. But she's like, book signing's over. We got to go. Everyone go to hell. Right, so Chloe didn't get a chance to ask him. No, nope. will you be in my trailer? <laughs> yeah, my trailer or or my movie. I mean, yeah. like you know, you know, because she just wants to get the trailer done. Yeah, which is very typical in, in the industry, like kind of show like like a sizzle thing. Like too. I'd love to do one for Murder Cabin or it's even discard cool. it. Yeah, yeah, because if a you sizzle do, reel, yeah. if you do it right and you you uh, spark enough interest, that's what she's trying to do. That's what yeah. Investors. I'd love to get a grant like. Anyway, that's how that, that first Deadpool movie got made. Damn it. 20th man. Century I wanna, Fox. I want to do a slash shoe on Dis... Like, wouldn't it be cool if we could do a slash shoe like on Discarded or like Murder Cabin? Yeah. If it's so a movie, bad. we could do it. And I yeah. can sit around and ask our other friends that do podcasts to do it. Mm. I'm looking at you, Terror Twins. There you go. Um, so what the sto- what what the idea... Why the, why they stopped the book signing, Andy, yep. is because uh, there's been an offer right. for Andrew to go back to the swamp, the 10-year anniversary. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we got a crew. We take Sabrina, a crew. It's a show. A show. It's called Real Crime. Yes. But, I mean, but Sabrina's there. Yeah, yeah, but the show, it's like a network TV show. And I think it's just a knockoff Dateline. Because that's what they say. We want to fly you over the swamp, looking out the window at the scenery, interview you. And then we're going to land and you're going to talk. On a boat. And you're going to get on a boat and you're going to get a bunch of money for it. Yeah, $600,000. Absolutely not. Fuck no. Fuck that. That's why I raised him to a million dollars. Yeah, and Andrew's just like, uh, a million dollars. A million dollars. Nothing's happened in ten years. I'd go back. He closes his eyes in, a, in an expression of frustration, and when he opens them, we pop, and he's on a plane. Very good. Very. That, that's <laughs> really got, cool transition. It was a great transition, yeah. and I and I even got it sitting across the uh, table here from you, Andy. So, so they are on the plane, and on the plane, of course, we have Kathleen. Yeah. Um, his publicist, who's offering him pills to calm him down. He she him mentions, down. too, that there's tons of tours now in the swamp at this point. Oh, yeah. She mentions it's like fucking Mardi Gras in the swamp. There's so many tours back and forth. Nothing's been happening. And that's a great call, too, because if you really watch the movie closely, you'll see beads in, this, in the... Uh, in the trees. The trees. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, they broke the curse. Yeah. I mean, so now Victor Crowley is not a threat. And people love those morbid tours. Hell, man. I mean, they have a Jeffrey Dahmer tour. I mean, I don't know if they still do in Milwaukee. They tore his apartment building down. But, I mean, Jody and I did one when we first moved here. Like, the second year we lived here, we did this weird Jeffrey Dahmer tour. You guys are fucking sick. um, (laughs) 
<laughs> but she, you know, we find out that Kathleen has a lot of pills. Yeah, she's, she's got she, this whole little tray of every of pill. Every pill that you <laughs> what want. What do you need, Xanax, Vicodin? Yeah. So, she, you Uppers, know, he, downers. He, at, the, at that point, he's like, no, I'm good. Uh, we meet Austin, played by Impractical Jokers, Brian Quinn. Right. Uh, who was a fan of all the Hatchet movies, and Adam was a fan of Impractical Jokers. So. It was a match made in heaven. Sweet. We also meet Casey, who is, uh, Brian, Austin does audio. Yeah. You know, he's on the plane. He's doing audio for it. Casey's Casey. Camera. Camera. Uh, who's also <laughs> the girlfriend of Austin. Right. And then we meet Jay, Makeup, and Makeup. Zach. Who is Zach? I think Zach's the sound guy. No, that's 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 Austin. Austin's doing oh, audio. But I thought Zach was. I think he's just like a little. He's a little kid. Lighting. I mean, not a kid. Is he's Zach like, lights. I don't Maybe know. Zach's lights. But he's like nineteen. Yeah, he's like their intern. But speaking of lights, he's lights out really quick. Yeah. Hey, that was Hey-o. lame. Um, and of course Sabrina's on there. I don't know why she's on there. She's doing the interview. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know why that either because she has her own fucking talk show. Yeah. <laughs> so she's also on this show. Anyway, everybody's like, ah, oh, shit. We're just really, this scene Sabrina. right here is, yeah, we're, we're really going to get the idea of who's on the plane and who's who and who's going to die. The pilots do a brief, appear, uh, a brief appearance, yeah. played by Adam Green. He's one and, of the pilots. And his best friend, Joe Lynch. Co-pilot. You know, and as you know, Andy, him and his uh, best friend, uh, Joe Lynch, they do a podcast. They do? Yep, it's called Movie Crypt. You're lying to me. I'm not. Wow. Yep. Adam Green does a podcast called Movie Crypt with his good buddy Jim Lynch. Okay, so well, we should check that out. Yeah, we should check that out. And uh, but this is kind of cool. You know, they kind of do a quick scene, like a quick appearance, and they're wearing like the mustaches, like the typical pilot. Yeah, they just do a quick scene. But finally, you know, they, they get to the cockpit and they're <laughs> cock. Um, they're <laughs> you know they're taking off, and you know they the, do that, the announcements. That, the, but that scene, uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, uh, he comes on. His name is Craig Borden. This is your pilot, Craig, Craig Borden. Borden. Lizzie uh, Borden. Oh, maybe yeah. Maybe a Lizzie Borden shout out. Hatchet. Yeah, Lizzie Borden killed Lizzie everyone Borden. with a hatchet. Yeah. And, and that was all ad lib. <clears throat> Pretty cool. Yeah. He like, was just doing a stupid impression of yeah. how pilots uh, go. Uh, weather looks good. Yeah. And then you think they're done. And I've done this. And you put your head bones back on. And then they come back. We're uh, gonna, <laughs> and it does like four times. That was all ad lib. The actors played along. I thought that was a great little uh, fun little tidbit that as was well. Neat. Yeah, but we're back at the swamp. So in the swamp, Chloe and Alex. Back and, at the swamp. <laughs> Chloe, Alex, and Rose have shown up because despite not getting Andrew into the trailer, they're still going to shoot the trailers. But they've so they've hired a tour guide. Rose is pointing out, oh yeah, you had the money for a swamp tour, but I had to share a room with you two in Motel Hell. Which I also thought was pretty fun. Did you catch it? No. Caught it on my second watch. I'm crying over here. Right? She's like, "You got you. We can afford this tour, but I had to spend night in one room in Motel Hell with you guys." Episode forty. Episode whatever. Back back aways. What was was forty two? That'd be awesome. You're a savant. Um, (laughs) But yeah, a little uh, shout out to a movie, uh, Cannibalistic movie. Yeah. And then we meet Dylan. Dylan, uh, of course, I bet David Sheridan, and I will. I'm going to give everyone because we follow all these people on on our slash. We continue the tradition in these hatchet movies. Uh, it was bad accents in parts one and two, you know, and was there accents in three? Oh, really? And now we move on to impressions with Dylan. Dylan does. The tour guides always do something wacky down here in New Orleans. (laughs) Well, the reason they're getting like they're getting the free tours because he's gonna be he he's gonna be an actor in the trailer. Because Dylan is a tour guide, but his goal is he calls himself really an actor, but he does a tour guide on the side. Yeah. So his first impression is, 
uh, John Wayne. Hello, Pilgrim. Yeah, hi, Here yeah. we go. We're going to go out of the swamp. And then he does that's Robert my De- impression. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's my impression then of Robert him. De- then Robert De Niro. Are, yeah. you, are, you, are, are you looking at me? Yeah, and Alex is like, it's talking. Are you looking at me? It's it's actually talking. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. And then yeah. the Christopher Walken. Because this is how he does his Christopher Walken. Hey, I'm Christopher Walken. Like that, the worst he, goes, he goes, that's Christopher Walken. <laughs> I'm still workshopping that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> David Sheridan does it. He's the best comic relief, I think, out of all the four movies. Uh, kudos. He would win a, a slashy for me. Because yeah. I, re- I mean, there were so many one-liners that he would say under his breath that, like, second watch, man, mm-hmm. I was cracking up. So Chloe um, introduces him. This is my boyfriend, Alex. So he's immediately like, oh, I don't have a chance with Chloe. <laughs> yep. Uh, she has a boyfriend. And this is my friend, Rose. And he's... Rose and he kisses her hand and she just goes, "I have a dick." <laughs> and he's like, "Okay, <laughs> that's a thing." You're gonna have Rose by any other name. I have a dick. Yeah, and uh, that immediately turns him off from hitting on her. Did you want to know something? <laughs> yeah, something real quick about Rose, um, uh-huh. who again, uh, she had a dick, but Laura Ortiz. Or, oh, gotcha. You remember when they found Doug's uh, camera and the Doug the, Shapiro? Yes. And they're going through it, and it's like weird girls. And the, he, she was the young girl, that, and he was like, take off your top. And Dude, she's I'm like, 14. Yes, that's her. You know, you're right. Holy shit. Yep. You're not lying to me? I'm not. That is amazing. Right. So they found Doug Shapiro's camera. Yeah, she like braces. And like, Dude, get away. I'm 14. Yeah, that's. Uh, so I thought that was right. Because they've been a friend for a while. She's been in some movies. I don't want to kind of get into that. but uh, That's pretty cool. So after... that would mean she's 24 here. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's sense. Yeah, ten years later, that makes sense. I love sense. it. I love it. Uh, back on the plane, hit some turbulence. Yeah, uh, get, no, I mean a little bit. They're getting a little bit, but it, uh, Aunt Austin is who does audio is kind of uh, getting Andrew ready. Yeah, and again, um, I think Brian does a Brian Quinn. Uh, Austin does a pretty good job acting in this. I mean, I, I think he's he, great. He, he's yeah. a, a practical joker. He was a fireman. You know, like, he, you know, I mean, it's just a reality show or whatever you call yeah. it. It's just a bunch of pranks. His stuff. character really <laughs> just has to be easygoing yeah. guy. But who... David Sheridan was one of the originators. Like, yeah. I'm talking buzzkill. Like, if you ever saw that, they drove this van. It was like one of the original fucking prank shows before. I mean, don't get me wrong. Kata Camera was before that and all that other shit. But, mm-hmm. uh it, it was, um, sorry. Oh, you have to silence no. your phone during the podcast. It's, yeah, it's very pretend. unprofessional. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what anyway he, he's just kind of getting Andrew set up for audio yeah. and um, you know again we're finding out Casey and Austin they're hooking up you know camera and audio or boyfriend or girlfriend touching boobs great and so you know the, it's just the, the plane it, it's it's all in action so we're really just cutting back between swamp and plane yeah right now that's really all so it we're is back in the swamp yeah Dylan is talking about how they don't do a lot of tours during the week yep. anymore it's really kind of evenings on the weekends because activities died down and Alex says you hear that babe Victor Crowley's old news is, and, is his legacy becoming like mundane yeah and Dylan's like oh no there's like five Victor Crowler movies being shot right now <laughs> and that kind of discourages Chloe like oh really five of them and he's like yeah I think you know three of them are just generic slashers and two are remakes and she's like remakes <laughs> and he's like they're all gonna be bad cause I'm not in them I'm not in any of them they didn't cast me so a lot of back and forth in this movie I've noticed yeah. like more than the other ones like the other ones were always kind of setting up though like we the, are gonna get to one spot yeah but yeah right now it's back and forth that's what I thought all of them were like though Andy it was like you kind of go on in the last half last half hour of these movies till. Yeah, well, 
we also have Rose trying to pronounce the curse. Kales Komora Pelote Tolulu. She's got like the script and she's Chloe, how do I pronounce this? Um, and Chloe says, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's the curse that created him or the curse yeah, that they, the, no, the, it was the, it was the voodoo lady put on him. Well, not know. the voodoo lady, it was his wife. His wife, yeah, in some kind of weird trance. Or yeah, she woke up like cause <clears throat> it was a cancer. Yeah. It was uh, Victor Crowley's dad. Fuck his name. Thomas. Thank you. Tom Crowley. Was it? I've watched three movies. It's Thomas Crowley. He And like he's having an affair with that with the, with the, the man, nurse. With the, the, the hospice nurse. Yeah. When his wife dies, she wakes up. She puts a curse. Yeah. So what they're trying to do with this trailer. Hum Num Shabbat. Hum Num Shabbat. Tears out his heart. Just like Temple of Doom. Falafel. Asparagus. Don't dare stop me. Tequila. Macarena. And the swamp. They're trying to get a. They want to get a close up of Rose's lips saying the curse. That's why she wants to say it. Vic Crowley, so like that's why they're trying to get it. So they're looking up on YouTube. So yeah. they're getting a lot. There's so just like YouTube. There's a lot of different variations of it, right? Like, a, and, and they're all and wrong. One video plays after another. Yeah, because after another. that's what happened. Like, if you leave it playing, I mean, it'll just keep going. Yeah. So one video is playing out, and they're all sh- they're all shite. And um, <laughs> but I mean, that's kind of like where we're at, like with with them trying to figure out how to get that one Curse scene correctly, right? And where's the camera, by the way? I never see them holding a camera. That is a great point. Uh, Thank you. I yeah, they're out there to shoot a trailer. They don't have a camera. You would think Chloe would be holding, even if it's an iPhone, because tra- trailers can be made, but even an iPhone is a 2017. Can Maybe make- it was loaded on the boat already. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I guess. Suspension of disbelief. Yeah. So back, back on to the, the plane. Yeah, yeah, back on the plane. Austin is done uh, uh, miking up Andrew. So now yeah. it's Jay's turn. And, Dude is uh, uh, makeup. Dude does makeup, and he applies some to Andrew. He has a very quick scene. He starts asking Andrew the same thing that Austin was asking him. So you were there, huh? So you saw Victor Crowley, huh? And yeah. Andrew's just like, I just fucking went through this with Austin. And he's like the typical, yeah, you know. I saw him. Yeah. New York makeup artist, you would assume. Yeah. Probably like, hey, queen. You know, A little like, bit. Great. Yeah, yeah, but it's great. I mean. He's like, look up. And Andrew's like, what? He's like, look up. Look up there. Find your happy place up there. Now yeah. look at it. Give it a smile. Isn't that nice? You know, because he's putting you know, yeah, eyeshadow eye on. Eye. Yeah. <laughs> Turbulence hits him a little bit. We get yeah. a slight pause. And then Andy, all hell fucking break loses on the plane. Uh, all hell breaks loose. An engine explodes. Got to cut foot loose. An engine explodes. And Jay goes flying to the back of the plane. Yeah. And his body and he, flies out the back of the plane. He's got those lit up sneakers. Half, yeah, half yeah, his half body. Half of his body, like waist down, is like... Hanging you know, so in the plane. Hanging in the plane. Still could be alive. Who knows? But then Zach is pulled out of the window, and like right before he lets go of the window, like I mean, everyone's kind of falling around this right. the plane. Zach, poor Zach, the guy who had like two lines. Yeah. Do you know what tattoo is? He's like, is it shit? Yeah. And then, and then like he, he gets yanked out of the plane, and it, right before he's yanked out, he's like, I'm burning because there's a flame out there. So because the engine exploded, the yeah. engine's exploding, so he's burning. He lets go. He's gone. And uh, his body's burning back on the ground at the swamp. <laughs> his body falls on our foursome. It falls down on the ground next right? to them. Chloe, Alex, Rose, Holy and shit. Dylan. And there's a burnt body of Zach. A burnt face with his wig. His hair didn't burn. His face is burnt to fuck. <laughs> what but his beautiful, the... coiffy, blonde Zach Morris hair. Highlighted hair. Yeah, is still looking good. And Dylan, Dylan jumps down and takes his pulse. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> you look... <laughs> That's what I mean. This is one of the. 
There you go. That's what you, David. It doesn't make that any was, sense. It does, I, mean, he, I mean, he literally looks like Tales from the Crypt face. Still, he yeah. got this beautiful, coiffy, blonde, surfy hair. But They're screaming. Like, bodies don't just fall out of the sky. Yeah. And we hear the noise. Yeah. Then and, you hear yeah. the plane crash. Dylan's like, sounds like a plane crash. The, and so they're like, we got to go help. Dylan might come off a little douchey in this, but he really seems like a really genuine guy. He gets his shit together when, yeah. when it's needed. Yeah. yeah. So uh, him and Rose, so it's Dylan and Rose who run off to find the plane. Chloe uh, starts hyperventilating. Yeah. So he's like, stay here, Alex. You and Chloe stay here. Yeah. We'll go find out. Like, we'll go rescue and just, we'll be back. Like, Rose, just... Rose drops her phone on the ground mm -hmm. and we get a tight shot of the phone. YouTube yes. videos are just YouTube videos are just repeating the curse. It's different people. Over I just think of Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom pull I just, it, pulling out his heart. I just think of doing the Macarena. Yeah. But um Super califragilistic even though the son of it is something quite atrocious. What if you sound a lot summon some weird hybrid killer through the curtain? Oh god. Uh, it's some sort of Jason cartoon. What do they have snuff podcasts like where like people die like on podcasts? Like, please like don't put stuff. that out in the. I'm do you think they have podcasts me. where people do it? Like, yeah. don't put that in the universe. Oh, anyway, that sounds that tastes good. Yeah. Oh, that smells weird. Great. Um, on the plane, um, it looks like there are some survivors. Austin seems to be okay. His girlfriend though, Casey, she's pinned. Um, she's pinned under the railings that hold the chairs together, so she cannot get out. Yeah. Sabrina's okay. Kathleen is a manager. Andy slept through the whole crash. Slept through the whole thing. She was high <laughs> as a kite, passed out, and uh, that is the appearance of the line. You gotta be fucking kidding me! Oh, in this movie, because Andrew. Andrew looks. I, was, I Kathleen, didn't find it. Kathleen, are you okay? Kathleen is still asleep from all the drugs. Her pill addiction. And that's when he says, "You got to be fucking kidding Great. me!" All four movies. <laughs> so it's in all four movies. Yeah, we're gonna pause and think about it, but we're not. We're gonna keep going. Yeah, that's true. Austin goes to check on the pilots. You know, Adam and his buddy um, yeah. up front, and they are literally sitting there with their both. Like one's like doesn't have a head anymore, and one's yeah. uh, face is cut in half. I like, counted the pilot and the co-pilot on the kill count. Yeah, you should. Good, I did. Um, they are dead bodies. They are dead. In this movie. I mean, yes. Um, <laughs> we we see them. We don't see the kill, but we know what happened. Oh, they're the yeah, they're dead not because of Victor Crowley, no. but the plane crash killed them. So. so we, you know, so the the, the plane is uh, in the swamp. Rose yeah. and Dylan run up to the plane to help save, yeah. you know, to knock kind of save, on the knock on the windows. And they're like, we can't open the door from the outside. And they're like, well, we can open it from the inside. Right. For shadowing. Austin opens the door to let him in and goes, help. Uh, help. <laughs> so they're just assessing the situation here. You know, yeah, what's going on. Yeah, Dylan, uh, yeah, he, yeah. Dylan comes in. His comic says, relief. Yeah, Your yeah. plane has crashed. <laughs> they're all like, no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> I'm telling you. I really, I know they, I think this was, but it's well-placed humor. Like, not Vernon. Vernon's humor was stupid. Yeah. All due respect, Mr. Green. His, I mean, chicken and biscuits, motherfucker. That was improvised. Yeah. Well, yeah. still, I mean, it, I, I wouldn't know how to cut it. I'd have yeah. been on the fucking floor. I suppose. It wasn't funny. Um, but Dylan you know, is, he's like, Dylan is like, your, your plane has crashed. Because he, he wants to come up with like this macho, tough guy, you know, yeah. like still a tour guide. And um, But he tells him he has a boat not far from here. With a radio. Yeah, with a radio. And uh, we need some help. Right. And I could get you that help. So they they, we, all, we all need to go off the plane. They can't get Casey out. She's trapped, like you said. Yeah, so, and so, you know, but it's, it's um, scary because Casey's trapped, but... 
we had another little joke where Andrew went to the back of the plane to try to see if yes. Jay was okay because Jay's ass and legs were hanging out the back. And yeah, he's like, "Hey, he's man, like, are hey you man, okay? are you okay?" And his his body just falls in his intestines. intestines are there. He's yeah, been like, ripped in half. Looks like some Vienna sausages. Yeah, so Jay's dead, up. and Andrew, of course, is like, "Oh God!" And and Dylan's like, "Oh, dude, oh no, hey, you're that guy," you know. Yeah. And Andrew's like, "Not now," you know. Yes. It's uh, so, but also, I mean, I brought this up too when we were watching it. Andrew's seeing all kinds of shit. Yeah. Like, I feel like if I went through so many of those fucking mat, like, seeing people just. You'd be desensitized. I'd be like, oh, there's some intestines. Let me smell them. I guess. Oh, those smell like, you know, like. I guess I, he's still sensitive to it. But, they're, they're, but as they're leaving the. <laughs> well, Dylan goes up to Casey to try to help her. They, they, they can't get Casey out. And so. she's going, Austin, Austin, get Austin. And Dylan thinks thinks that Austin is whose head, you know, whose top half got ripped off. He goes, Austin's dead. And Austin comes in. Dude, I'm right here. Austin's alive. Isn't that great? That was one. I love, I mean, that again. Because Dylan doesn't know yeah, anyone's name. He's like, he assumes Austin's nobody, the guy who's dead looks, out the back of the plane. Casey's pinned. It's her boyfriend. Yeah. And Austin is dead. Austin's She's dead. like, what? He's, he's like, dude, I'm, I'm right, right here. here. Austin's great. alive. Yeah. Isn't that great? So Austin is uh, alive. Yeah, they're like, we're gonna go. You sit here with your girlfriend as we go. Right, and and um and we'll be back. But you stay and keep her calm. Yeah. So the the gang leaves, and it's Austin and Casey hanging out, and Casey's of course freaking out. This is when Austin notices water coming in the boat, like the plane. she's kind of like the plane. Sorry, yeah, thank it's you. Sinking. Yeah, it's like they're like, holy cow! Like she's pinned on the floor, so water is rising around her face, and yeah, she possibly could drown if the water keeps rising. Right. And this is also Andy, where she tells him she's pregnant. Yeah, she's got a little Quinn. We got a little Austin. You and me and little you. Little you. Gotta walk out oh. of here. And she like, you made that line, I told you you should have pulled out. I showed you. <laughs> told you you should have pulled out. And he just laughs. Like, yeah. That was a good night. But that now, was a fun one. Exterior. Anyway. Yeah. It's night. Uh, dun, dun, dun. Alex, yep. Alex and Chloe are by themselves, kind of worried, concerned about the others. Yeah. Um, they decide to get up to go see if they could if they could use some help. Well, let's go find the others. Right. To see if they could use some help. And the camera pans down to the cell phone on the <clears> ground, <throat> now flashing low battery. And we low see battery. a YouTube video, because they're still playing, of our old friend, Reverend Zombie, um, played by Tony Todd. Yep. And he is saying the curse. The real way. Where are you? Or whatever he says. And uh, some water in the swamp starts to boil and bubble because it's nighttime. Well, and the curse has been said the correct way. Cauldron so, fire. Yeah. Let me be howling. Get everyone back to Victor Crowley. That's, it. that's That's the curse. Except they say it in Latin in this. Scoop. <laughs> doo Where are you? <laughs> Uh, and then as so the, here we go. Yeah, and so the bump, so guess what? Victor's back because the next thing we hear is. Daddy. I wish I could do. Nice, that's a good one. That was it. Oh, that's what I was trying that's to do. How it sounds. That's the only time I'm gonna burp on my. And um, of course, Andrew freaks the fuck out. He's like, we got to get back in the fucking plane. <laughs> I, with the first watch, I was yep. cracking up because he did that before. When, like in the third one, he was like, let's get out of here. Like he because he was on the first one. Like with Andrew's character and Hatchet 3, yep. he was first responder. Right. And he so saw everyone he die. He saw everyone die. And he, he lived did. by hiding under a dead body. Yeah, and he heard, and he's heard, Daddy, like yep. a thousand fucking times. Well, I mean, I'm exaggerating, of course. Right. But so he hears that right away. He's like, everyone back in. Like he tells them, this is not a joke. This is not a joke. Yeah. Of course, Dylan 
our hero Dylan thinks mm-hmm. that our, our hero, he is he like, is a hero. Yes, he is to me as well. Yes, yeah. He's like, no, they can help us. Hey, we're over here. Yeah, he starts yelling, "We're over here!" And Andrew pulls out a knife. So you get back in the fucking plane, or I'm gonna kill you. And Dylan's like, "Oh, you are a psycho." Um, okay, fine. Well, I'll he knows what's up. Plane. He knows yeah. what's up, Andy. Of Andrew, course, he's gonna go. Uh, in Hatchet 3 was one of the smartest characters along with Officer Officer Schneiderman. They were the two who yes. wanted to just get out of the swamp. And now, again, Andrew's like, I'm going to try to save as many people as I can. We he deserves every reason to be a... He said he's a final boy. He said, see you later, boy. Said my name's Andrew and yeah. I'm fucking red. <laughs> so now so, we're at Chloe and Andrew who are still trying to find their way Alex. to the others. Yeah, sorry, I wrote, yeah, God, sorry. Chloe sorry. and Alex. Chloe and Alex, her boyfriend, are still trying to make their way to the others. But yeah. they become upon a hatchet and a stump. But there's a sign on it, Andy, like a museum. Right. The hatchet of old and the, Victor Crowley. The burned down cabin is there, the, along the, with the, the shed. shed. So and they're in kind the of shed amazed. is the belt sander. Yeah, yeah, of course. So they're at Victor Crowley's home. It's been made into a fucking museum. It is. and that, There's and, plates everywhere that, na- that like, explain stuff and... It's it's and it's like they, when, <clears throat> when they get in front of the shed, it's like the light comes on, like a motion sensor. Yeah, it scares them out. It's yeah, a motion it's like, sensor. holy shit, that's kind of crazy. And they're like, oh, it's part of the tour. Right. That that flickering motion sensor light, foreshadowing. And then and uh, they hear a. And of course, Alex is like, it's got to be speakers. Yeah, they, which they I thought put, was pretty fun. They put speakers in the trees to freak Good out line. the tourists. Good line. Seems logical. Uh, of course, Chloe's like, I hope that's what it is because I'm shitting my pants. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and do girls poop? Yeah, they oh, do. All right, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, they definitely do. Uh, it, back when I worked in an office, the women's bathroom was much dirtier than the men's. Oh, how did you a, know that? That's a different podcast, man. That's Slash Poo. Slash we, Poo. We're, we're going to hit that. Different. That's our plumbing podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, you that's our, that's our, train, our trade school <laughs> podcast. We hit plumbing and electrician and welcome to, welcome to trade school slash yeah, you slash poo slash poo we have sex education called sex you girl <laughs> i'm gonna we're nick and Andy are gonna TM, sex you TM. up this is all trademarked but so they fuck run, you don't fucking steal it they hear daddy yeah. they run in the shed to hide right and uh so we think they're safe in the shed so we're back at the plane and everyone's back on the plane because you know andrew forced them back on because they heard the motherfucking daddy but they're putting so much weight on the boat, uh, the weight on, they're putting so much weight on the plane, Andy, that they're worried about Casey. It is sinking faster. The water's rising faster. They still can't get Casey free. Uh, Andrew's got his brandishing his knife, and of course Sabrina is like, "Yeah, of course you have a knife." And Dylan's like, "Yeah, good point." And Andrew's like, "Hey, I get death threats every fucking day. You would carry a knife too." Yep. And Dylan's like. He has a good point, too. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Dylan just... Uh, so, the, Andrew's just like, I'm trying to save us all, you know, and he can't get in here because, again, you can't open the door from the outside. Yep. So, we're staying here, you know, and, and that's really all that scene is. But, I mean, but <laughs> Andrew does bring up old Belty. He's like, he's got things. He's got a oh, belt sander. Oh, right. He's got a, things he could get in. He has a belt sander. The be- old Belty is old what I'm... Belty. Old Belty. That's when so. Rose says, let's hope nobody left a belt sander out here for 10 years. Yep, and it's we back. cut back to the yep. shed, and there's a belt back sander. The yep, there's the <laughs> on there display. It is. It's on part display. of the museum. Yes, this is the old belty. Yeah, this is a great scene here. They, um, it's such a great scene. This is another one that Andrew did not want. He didn't want the scene uh, where Dylan says um, Andrew or, or Austin's dead because he thought that was 
uh, just one of his great scenes, and he didn't want this motion because this is just a great scene. But you know what's happening. Yeah. The motion sensor keeps going off, and, and Alex is inside, but when the light comes on, you can see total darkness, but you can see outside, but it's total darkness. Yeah, and so point of view is from the inside of yes. the shed. So and the Alex, camera's behind Alex, and but and he's talking to Chloe. Chloe is like, to his just, left. He's like, we're safe here. You know, even though we're the, the safest there's no place, door. there's no door, but, you know, at least we can kind of see. But the light keeps going on. Off. As if something is triggering the motion sensor. On. But he thinks it's on a timer. He's like, yeah, because nothing's out there. Yeah. And he's like, I, babe, I think it's actually on a timer. You know what's going to happen because the way the angle of the camera. You know is right away it keeps turning on. Then once it like, you know, you know, Alex is just sitting there kind of talking like, again, like um, uh, Bernard, you know, like the, the deep blue sea. He's so vulnerable in this attack. Right. And next time it comes on. Victor's right there running at him. I mean, not like sitting there. I thought he was going to be sitting there. That motherfucker's like he's running He's already back. mid-charge. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to And uh, tackles uh, Alex and um, kills him. Face clawed really death by hammer. Brutally. I mean, I mean, we thought that Chad got his face pommeled. I mean, this is like nothing but a bunch of Vienna sausages soaked in red <laughs> corn syrup. It's Victor awesome. Victor grabs a hammer off the wall, yeah, just, hanging on the wall. And instead of hitting him with the hammer side of the hammer, he hits him with the claw end where you pry the nails out of. Just hacking through his eyes and just his upper part but then of his he face. Take it to, and he takes it and sticks it into his chin. And the blood pops his head off. Uh, really gross. No, but also the the the, the blood scene. Oh, the, yeah, the, with like the, a hose, hose, like your thumb on the hose, just. Chloe screaming the whole time. I just got an idea. We're not going to talk about it right now. We're uh-huh. going to talk about it after we. But we should have like our next Halloween party. You know, we do things for Halloween. Yeah, we should do a fucking hatchet theme party and like have a drink, like a drinking fountain that. And it's sprays like blood. red. Yeah, it sprays but it's like a well, drink. It's a drink, like with Hawaiian fruit punch and fucking. So aside from hypnotic, uh, I don't know. Aside from everybody who's died up until now due to like the plane crash or the flashback to the '60s, Alex is our first Victor Crowley victim. Yes, here. like the one that's kind of like who we know. Like, yeah. I mean, he's the one. He's the one where uh, Victor, you know, came back to life and cracked his knuckles and said, "I got to get this killing going." Yeah. Uh, here we go, loosen up, and Alex. Yeah, first he's victim. looking good. Ten years, he got ten years on the bottom of the swamp. You know, kind of resting, <laughs> hibernating for ten years. <laughs> So, I mean, I should have said, hey, Victor, we have Netflix now. And, right. you know, here's an iPhone. <laughs> have you heard of Twitter? And he starts. Victor Crowley's Twitter account is fucking crazy. It just says daddy over and over again. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So daddy. He kills. At, at daddy. He kills So Chloe, No, Alex. Chloe runs off. Yeah. So Chloe runs off. Yeah. Victor grabs that trusty hatchet that was in the stump. Yep. Uh, kind of like the sword in the stone, Andy. What is that? Like the one where like the, you know, yeah. you could like the only the Sir Maculot or Sir Mixalot. Like it's only like, one mean, person. Arthur? King Arthur? Arthur? King Arthur can only kick the stone up. Sir Mixalot? Well, I don't know. Uh, or oh. in uh, Mad Men where Mad Men Mars was the only one who could pull yes! the axe out of the there stump. There you go. Yeah. This is the same thing. Like maybe because you would think if that was so easy to grab, all the tor- tourists would have grabbed that fucking thing. Oh, I'm sure. So, but, like, I feel like it was stuck in there, but, you know, of course, Victor. old VC was like, he's the only true one, and it is a true <laughs> Victor Crowley, so he grabs his hatchet, he runs off. Right. And then the plane, you know, like, so Victor's probably run off to go find that plane where, you know, yeah. plane, they, um, back of the plane, the gang in there realizes they need a working phone. We need a phone. Yep. Kathleen has one. She's still kind of high and groggy and realizes she's holding one in her, her hand. hand. <laughs> oh, I have a phone. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Dylan does more comic relief where yeah. he wants to break a window to hold the phone out oh, yeah. to get a signal. Uh, he tries to kick. It doesn't work because if you could kick out a plane window, 
Like, That's what Rose says. Rose is like, people would be breaking windows on planes all the time. Uh, and Austin says, dude, there's a fucking window broken right over there on the other side of the plane. <sighs> to which Dylan says, yeah, but the cell tower is on this side. I know the area better. Like, <laughs> I know they're like the cell towers on this side. They like, want to like, hold the phone slightly outside the plane to get a better, better signal. Yeah, That's really so, the plan right now. So if Chloe, who just watched her boyfriend die, finally makes it to the plane. She just starts banging on the window. And so it's like, you yeah. know, like you can't get you in the window. You have to go through the door. We'll let you in. Move up to the door. Yeah. yeah and so a great shot again. Like, you know how I always like the shots where they did the, you know, the, the crew talk. Tracking the, shot. Tracking shot. Great shot through the plane. Uh, she's walking. And I, I thought she would hear Victor, but, you know, Chloe is walking to the door and there's Victor right behind her. And everybody inside is screaming. Yeah. He's like, right there. Yeah, right there. Of course, you know, soundproof. Something happens. They can't find her. You she know, disappears. The, she disappears. Yeah. Until you see her face smash through the fucking window. He breaks the her window face. with her face. Her face. And she is only able face. to, she's able to whisper, help. Me, and he pulls I her away. What said. Yeah, he pulls her away by the hair. Shards of glass penetrate her face, and yeah. uh, you know, and he just pulls her away. Uh, Victor tries to get in the plane, can't do it, so he pulls uh, her body away, kind of lays it down. This is yep. interesting to me. He just walks off. Yep. This is when Andrew says, "This is bait and switch." Like he's he's trying to get us to go save her. Yeah, yeah, it's bait. Austin uh, volunteers to run to the boat because Dylan's like, "I got the boat. We could we could just make a run for it. We could just run for the boat." Andrew, no, we shouldn't do that. But Austin's like, "I could do it. I ran track in high school." <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like it's been he, a long time since high school. Yeah. He even says, I'll pretend I'm running for donuts. Because <laughs> I know that works for me. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, they're, um, uh, then Dylan, uh, uh, well, wait, they point out to Austin, like, you don't know where the plane is. Yep. Dylan, so Dylan, yeah, Dylan and Andrew need to go, you need to stay here with Casey. And this is, I guess, when right. also Casey says, hey, guys, I'm pregnant. Right. And so we're kind of starting to kind of figure out. Well, I think, Andy, who's going to die and who's yeah. not? I mean, well, they're all going to die. But um, this is just like, you know, she's like, I need to get the fuck out of here because I'm pregnant. Or, oh, yeah, Casey says that. But at one point, I think, like, the snake is in the water. Snake's on a plane. And it rubs against Rose's no, that's leg. A little, that's a little further, but. Oh, because I th thought that's when Kathleen freaks out and runs out. Well, I mean, what we're, we kind of get a little back and forth on a plane. Uh, yeah. We find out that Andrew embellishes on his book a little bit yeah. to help sell I more fast copies. Forwarded all that. I know, but I mean, it's still kind of interesting because it is kind of setting up who uh, Andrew is. Like, he's the one that beat up Victor Crowley. Oh, and in that's, his book. And that's when, yeah, that's when Sabrina kind of takes off her wig. She's got this beautiful hair. I don't know why they need the wig, but, you know, it's <laughs> kind of like she's she's like... You embellish that book, you know. There, there's no mm -hmm. way, and like you're only doing it to sell more copies. You're a horrible person. So this is when, like we said, Dylan and Andrew decided to go get the boat so he can, you know. And I really think Austin, the only reason he wants to go, because he, like, he even said, "I want to save you, baby. Right. I want to be a part of it." So, right. um, you know, and that's when Rose notices that Chloe's still breathing outside too. Chloe's still alive outside. She is. And um, it's bait. It's bait. It's bait. <laughs> Don't fucking go. So Dylan's like, I'll go. Yeah. But I need to get a kiss from you, Rose. Yeah. And I and it's like a When I come affair. back, I'll get a kiss. Yeah, and, and he's like, if you say my best friend, I'll marry you when you get back. And he's yeah. like, that's great. I'm going to hold you to it. And I don't care if you have a dick. Yeah, and everyone on the plane's like, what? And she's like, I don't have a dick. That's from earlier. Yeah. <laughs> 
It was a joke. It was a joke. Like, that that that's was like, really good. Yeah, that's when he's leaving, and that's when like the snake comes to us. It's a water snake, but I kind of made that joke. Snake's yeah. on a plane. Yeah, you're right. A snake brushes against Rose's leg. She freaks out, and that's when Kathleen loses her shit, and Kathleen charges past everybody. And she's Rose's like, out. I got because this whole time she's kind of been like, because I mean, she's yeah. a pill. She, she's a pill still kind of high on the pills. So yeah. she. Yep. Um, and so uh, Victor Crowley is sitting on top of the plane. As when, Ka- yeah, you, that's when Cheryl and I were like, oh, my God, he's on top of the plane. Yeah, he's sitting there waiting because yep. it, was, it was bait. Yep. And so um, as she runs out, um, Austin kind of sticks his head out to, to close see the door. Like, close, yeah, close the door. Yeah. And Victor cuts off the top of Austin's head. He scalps him. Scalps him. Yeah. And the top, <laughs> the top of Austin's head flies off onto Casey's face. And remember, Casey's pinned in the water. Only her face is above water. And this scalp landed square on her face. Uh, and poor Austin is dumbfounded because the top of his head just got cut off. So he's like, oh. he's like oh. and he falls over on the floor and his brain just flops out. Great scene. So Austin's Another, dead. Austin's dead. Uh, brain lands on the floor. His uh, girlfriend's uh, is being suffocated by the scalp. His scalp. Yeah. And, um... Kathleen. Was Kathleen still running, you know, to try to to, to find help? Because her she's got a signal. So someone on the phone is like... She's calling 911. Yeah, hey, can I help you? Can I help you? Victor Crowley makes his way to her. Rips her arm off that's uh, holding the phone. Yeah. So I don't... I thought, like, once you rip it, like, it would drop the phone. But I guess maybe rigor mortis already sets in. So the, the, <laughs> the, the hand is still holding the phone. Yeah. So he takes her arm that he has ripped off that is holding the phone... Uh, she's wearing a dress. He takes that arm and just shoves it up her vagina. Yeah. And keeps blood shoving it just... up. Yeah, you know, it's like, you know, so blood's falling out of her vagina. He keeps <laughs> oh. shoving that arm up, and then her own hand that's still holding the phone, still holding the phone. Yep. Believe me, this would be a weird one on Slash Busters. <laughs> but uh, women don't want to put down their phones. No. <laughs> so the hand holding the phone comes through, so she is comes literally. Through where? Her mouth. Yeah. Her the hand. I mean, you're doing the impression here, yeah, but this sorry. is an audio medium. You have yeah, to say sorry. It. <laughs> so he stuck her arm up her vagina, and the arm went all the way through, still holding the phone, came out of her mouth. Oh, God. Still holding the phone, and that is my... Dick kill. Dick kill. Dick Shot of the week. Shot of the week. Shot of the week. Dick Shot of the week. Dick Shot of the week. Oh. Of the week. That was gruesome. She Fisted her like that was like fisting like yep. times eight all the way up out of her mouth. iPhone eye fisting, you know, like that was a, that was eye fisting. Did she die? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh man! Oh shit! Oh shit! That was like so, seriously. That was nasty. So Kathleen's dead. She was your fist- shot kill. I again eye fisting, and then uh, everyone's the screaming. Yeah, and Victor looks at everyone on the plane. And I have he. This is where he stomps Chloe's head, right? Well, yeah, he's kind of looking, at, you know, through the plane. Like he, he, it's like he's savage. Like this, Victor Crowley's been asleep for ten years. He's ready to fucking kill. Yeah. And this is like he kind of. It's like he's almost got a vendetta, vendetta, like a personal vendetta because, like, I, I don't want to. He he. Rose is looking out the window, and like it's almost like Victor Crowley's looking at Rose, like in the plane. Yeah, like and, I'm gonna fucking spite yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm gonna no. And watch it's a this, big middle finger. Yeah, yeah. like. And somehow, you know, Victor Crowley knows that that's her best friend. Yeah. 
and he As, stomps Chloe's head. I mean, she dude, like a fucking pancake. Like, yeah. Ugh. Rose pukes against the plane window. <laughs> 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 Screaming no the whole time. I thought she just finished walking a trail. He, um... <laughs> He then charges at the plane and, like, you know, shoulder roll or shoulder charges into the plane, shakes it up a little bit. He gets up on top and starts to sink it faster. Yeah, he's like, he's seriously, I mean, he is, he's been asleep yeah. for 10 he's years. He's been non existent. Yeah. He's dead. Yeah. And, but yeah. now it's like he's v- Victor Crowley on meth. Let's put right. it that way. He's super, and this is a pretty man. sad scene. Yeah, because this is where Casey dies. Casey doesn't die by the hands of Victor. Neither does her baby. Uh, she no. drowns. Yeah. Uh, and, does she think. Because at this point, she's kind of underwater, but did she know that Austin's dead? I, I didn't know. That's a great oh, point. I don't think I don't she knows it. I to tell him. I mean, she, she has her eyes closed because her eyes are underwater. But don't just... you think that scalp, though? Like, yeah. what's that smell? What is that? Or, I mean, it's warm, too. It smells like warm. Austin's shampoo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> but Dylan's holding her hand. There's lice in my mouth. Dylan is holding her hand as she... um. Uh, eventually uh, goes underwater uh, and and drowns. I read uh, somewhere that uh, so. Adam Green's, this was like an ode to him not having a family. Really? <laughs> I'm not joking. Well, that's two kills because... She wanted to have the she baby. Was, uh, she was preggers. Yeah, so... We he says this is two. one of the... Says, um, that's a sad one. One of the toughest scenes that he had to film... Oh really? Like he's had people like getting fisted with from you know with their own arm and their vagina. Yeah. But I mean it was sad. Like this like it's weird to me cuz it's not weird I should say, but it's it's not a typical hatchet series kill. Yeah. I'm sorry that we're going to probably be going over a little bit. Uh, yeah. We're not going to go uh, that much over, but so much to dissect here. But a very tough scene for me. Yeah. Like, I thought, because I was like, wow. I think, though, that's probably the best way to die. Like, would you rather drown or get your fucking uh, fist up your butthole? Well, yeah, I guess I'd rather have my head just completely stomped on. <laughs> because it'd <laughs> be quick and painless. It'd be quick and painless. Drowning would kind of suck. But I guess I would, I, I would rather drown than be murdered. Um, fisting though if you had your arm your if your arm was ripped off and put up your own butthole I mean maybe it would be like an experience like you never experienced before so like before you die it's like one thing you could put on your bucket list your brain would probably send you into shock oh, you yeah. just wouldn't feel it alright Dr. Deimos <laughs> I hope anyway so um, after the death yeah. uh, Andy everyone's kind of bummed out well and, and Victor was rocking the plane and sinking it and he it stops and, and they're like well did he go away where is he what's happened Dylan asks Andrew you know, why did you come back here? Great call. Yeah. You haven't been here. And uh, Andrew explains it was, I'm an idiot. and yeah. thought that a million dollars was Benjamins. worth it. Yep. And that's when Sabrina reveals that, what the fuck? You know, Kathleen lied to you. We, you were going to get 25K, you know, and then and then commissions and, or something. like plus, Not after taxes. Yeah. After taxes, you'd get even less. And yeah, stuff, and, so. and is your pill addict, your, your, the reason why you, yeah. she lied to you is because she just wanted pills. Yeah. But they but she even puts them down more. Like, we've talked to 9-11 survivors. We've talked to Holocaust survivors. Right. That have we're going to pay you like, a million? million? <laughs> Absolute nobody. <laughs> Do you remember that 80s glam band you were in? Haddonfield? Yeah. Knock, knock. Yeah. Guess who? Haddonfield, Illinois. Halloween's Gay. calling. Good reference. I didn't catch that. Mm-hmm. I knew that Haddonfield sounded familiar to me. Haddonfield, yeah, Illinois. Perfect. Uh, but uh, yeah, Sabrina, but it's just real quick. They're all making. They're fun. trading insults, and yeah. even Rose insults Rose them both. Gets in there. Rose says, "You shut up, knock off, Oprah." Yeah, you know, like and, what? Are, yeah, you, you know you, what you do for a living is shit. What am I yeah. going to find out of these planes? You like, talk to all these talented people, and you yourself, you're you're only there because you're pretty. Yeah, you know. And, and Andrew even says, "Hey, Rose." Like, kind of looks at Rose, says, "Thanks for thanks for standing up." To and she's like, like, "You know, the only greatest thing you've ever done was sign that dude's dick at the book signing today." And he's Boom. like, "I did." I, I didn't sign the dick. 
you know what but I love it too after everyone's putting each other down Dylan finally looks up and goes right. I haven't done anything wrong <laughs> Dylan's just, yeah. He just sat there doing anything wrong. Because it really is like a, an eight minute scene where, I mean, they're just all going back and forth like, yeah. fuck you, fuck you. You're I a fast forwarded the second time. Well, the around. second time. Yeah, I, no, I did just because of that Dylan line. I, but I just love it. They get down to the nitty gritty. Sabrina's like, why is this happening after 10 years? There has been nothing. Everybody's been through here on tours and there's a museum and nothing's gone wrong. What's going on? Uh, Dylan's like, is it because you came back, Andrew? And. Uh, so is it Rose, Slenderman 10 years? Yeah, I'm just making is he, shit every, up. Every 10 years, Victor Crowley comes back? Like like the Loch Ness Monster? <laughs> like Slenderman? Or yeah. Slenderman? And I'm like, what? That's not part of any of that. Um, and Rose <laughs> says, we played the curse. Uh, we needed it for our, whatever, the thing we were doing. And we had it on YouTube and we played it on our phone over and over again. Sabrina's like, the YouTube brought Victor Crowley back. Dylan again says, maybe he comes back every 10 years. <laughs> Rose is like, no, I. it had to be us. Because we did it on YouTube. We did it. The That's... curse. You know, the curse was out loud and at night and brought him back. Yeah, it was on YouTube. And Dylan goes, and Dylan hey. goes, hey, I'm on YouTube. <laughs> Chilling with Dylan. Chilling with Dylan. Check it out. I have 86 <laughs> followers. Well, 86 subscribers. Five now. Yeah. Subscribe. I think Chloe probably followed him. Uh, I know, yeah. yeah. And Rose is just like, I kissed you. And he's like, he it was awesome. He was more subscriber than us. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's yeah. like, I kissed you. And he, Dylan's just, it was awesome. I mean, very funny. I mean, I think this is funnier than Doofy. I mean, of course, Doofy was funny, but this was like. Very funny. It and was, so it was a great. Chill, really. Chilling with Dylan. Obviously, Rose is like, does anyone have any other ideas? And he's like, well, maybe he comes back every 10 years. She goes, any other ideas Besides, that, aren't, uh, yeah. that aren't so stupid? Uh, so it's obvious they, they know why he's back. Um, Sabrina just wants to wait it out until morning. Well, if he only comes back at night, let's just stay here till morning. Totally. He can't get in here. Exactly. And somehow Kathleen's body, <clears throat> Kathleen's body makes it back to the broken window. The plane. Yeah. And her, fo- so again, remember she's been fisted through her vagina and the phone <laughs> and through her mouth. So the phone, her hand arm is coming out of her mouth, holding the phone. So like, Hey, there's a phone slumps against the plane and starts ringing. Yes. And they start sniffing it. Um, <laughs> they don't. They do. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but the phone does start ringing. So like, Hey, there's a signal. So she, uh, Hell of Rose, a phone, by the way, to survive all that. Yeah. God, yeah. it went up through like, I mean, yeah, it was fast though. Do you think it, but I mean, going back to the smell probably smelled kind of weird. It probably smelled a little weird. Yeah. I'm not sure why you're fixating on that, but <laughs> anyway, we continue. Yeah. <laughs> Slow your roll, Andy. You can smell it too. You are so. <laughs> but anyway, they, but so Rose grabs the phone as yeah. it's ringing, but hangs yeah. up. Yeah. And then she's like, I can't, uh, what's the passcode? <laughs> Why didn't you answer the goddamn phone? Andrew's like, you got to just answer it. If that person calls back, just answer it. Who cares if it's not 911? Oh, my God. But they can't get the signal, but guess what? Guess who's back? Victor. Victor's back. He busts all the windows of the plane, including one with his own head. He (laughs) headbutts one. This fucker can headbutt the window out of a plane. And he can't open the goddamn door. I mean, I guess there's no handle. There's nothing to grab onto. Yeah, you're right, I guess. So he uh, instead starts up. Ye old belt sander. Old belty. Where's old belty? He's at? got the belt sander. Hey, you got old belty over there? It so, yeah. somehow has gas in it, and it somehow still works, and he's able to start sawing so he's uh, trying into to, the plane. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah he's, he, he's belt sanding the plane door, then he jumps up on top of the plane, starts, I guess, sand belting or belting some wires, and yeah. that's when they notice that plane still has power. Yeah, the lights come on. Yeah, so and that's when Dylan goes, hey, you know, like, m- there's power. Maybe the engine can still start. 
That's the plan. Why would you want the engine to start? Because we can use the engine as a weapon. Have you ever seen a bird go through an engine? Pfft, yeah, vaporized. they just vaporize. So, uh, that's the plan. Yep, that's the plan. Dylan heads to the cockpit to try to start the engines, or at least try. Yeah. Everyone else at the time, you know, is like, fuck, here comes... Andrew, Rose, and Sabrina. Yeah, Victor, yeah, Andrew, Rose, and Sabrina. That's who's left. Yeah, I know. And they're yeah. like, well, we all can't fit in the cockpit. We got to get the fuck out of here because right. Victor's going to make his way in. They go through the hole, the drowning hole is what the I was hole. calling. Yeah, the hole in the plane. The hole yeah. in the plane so they can go they can out the swamp. Out. And so they get out through the bottom of the plane. Victor finally, Andy, Victor finally makes it into the plane and just starts ripping the fuck out of shit. Like, Yeah, he probably could have freed Casey. <laughs> Pretty easily, he could have just picked that up and she'd have been free. Oh, yeah, because oh, he's really he's really strong. But he would have killed her immediately. Oh yeah, yeah, he would have yeah. saved her and the baby. Yeah, he probably would have pulled that that frame up and shoved it up oh, her butt or something. Oh, he could have yeah. done a really gross kill though. Yeah, it would have been nasty. Pulling out a little little fetus. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he he she's dead already, and so that's uh, taboo. You like you couldn't do that in nasty. horror movies. No, <laughs> maybe like in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> An Italian director. Yeah. Hey, I gotta pull out of this I'm baby. I'm gonna pull out of fetus oh, over yeah. here. And um, Dylan stays quiet in the cockpit, and he's safe. Um, do you think any diehard right wing religious people listen to our podcast? Maybe one or two. I don't know. Well, that, well they're gonna get pissed off of that one. That's fine. But yeah, but getting back to what you're saying, <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry, but they, you know, Victor is just kind of he's he's rampaging the uh, the cockpit. Uh, Dylan's quiet. Uh, I mean, he's he's the stays galley quiet. of the plane. Yeah. Vic, uh, he's in the cockpit. Dylan is staying quiet in the cockpit, just like, okay. yeah. But when they get outside, uh, the girls, Andrew, Rose, and Sabrina, yeah, like Rose is sudden, like, we can't leave, Aunt, we can't leave Dylan. I want to go back. Andrew for Dylan. truly is a hero. Yeah. So, Ro uh, you're right. Andrew's like, fine, I'll distract Victor. You guys run for the boat, and um, that's what happens. Andrew's like, hey, you motherfucker, you remember me? Victor comes out of the plane and looking gives at him. Chase and that's he gives chase. He gives a little shoulder. Yeah. Like, I'm going to crack my neck like, like, here we go. You know, he does a little shoulder <laughs> Who roll. Who are you talking to, motherfucker? Yeah. I'm huh? VC. I'm VC. <laughs> I'm Kane, Kane Hodder. I'm yeah. going to whoop your ass. Dude, we got it. There's so much. I, I wish we could do like four-hour podcasts because I could talk about this. So one. Sabrina and Rose uh, are running off the back woods. towards the boat. So, uh, and Rose is excited because she hears yeah. the engines, Andy. Yeah. But this is when we realize that Sabrina or Sabrina doesn't give a fuck. Total bitch. Steals the phone. Takes the phone and runs away. Yep. So then we automatically know she's going to die because she's a bad person. And yeah. And But that said, so Rose is by herself because uh, Sabrina ran off with the phone. And here comes Victor. She decides she doesn't go hide somewhere. Climb a tree. Climb a tree. Very smart. Very smart. And we flashback to Dylan using the radio in the plane trying to call up help. And he's progressively... Announcing himself is more and more important. This is Dylan McMaster, and I crashed on the plane. He even says, like, um, this is, uh, you know, Admiral or General. General. We're on a diplomatic mission. And I think he says something about, uh, I think it was almost a Star Wars reference. This is a consulate ship on a diplomatic mission, which I think is from the original Star Wars. I think. There, he, uh, that is probably, I don't wonder if that was improv. It was cool, though, because yeah. then a, a voice comes over the radio, which is actually trivia. Kane Hodder, yeah. his voice saying like, "This is a private frequency. Shut, Shut the, the hell fuck up." up. Yeah. But that finally gets to it because they keep coming back to Dylan, kind of trying to get on the radio. Yeah. But what's again getting back to Rose hiding up in the tree? Um, it seems like Victor Crowley has supersonic hearing because he's tearing through bushes trying to find Rose. Mm -hmm. But then as she's crying, a tear drops and lands on a leaf, like a fucking honey, like a fucking like ladybug farting. Yeah. 
and he throws press. a fucking hatchet. Turns like and the throws leaf. the hatchet at it. Yeah, I never knew Victor Crowley had this supersonic hearing. He's but, ghosts. But yeah. yeah, he's a ghost. So we're back in the plane. Yeah. So that's what Dylan's trying to. This is General Admiral fucking yeah. Dylan uh, on the USS Fucked. Yeah. <laughs> we're under siege by Victor Crowley. Uh, really, this isn't uh. a joke. So. Sabrina keeps running. Sabrina does keep running because she's trying to find the boat. And um, Victor yeah. Crowley is approaching. We know she's going to die. She stole the phone. She's a bad person. Right. She's going to die. She can't so, find the keys. Yep. She doesn't have the keys. Dylan has the keys. Dylan and she's is hiding like, on the boat. There, yeah. The, you know, because that's when, because Andrew does finally make his way back to Dylan. Right. He's as Dylan's still trying to get that radio help when Kane Hodder or that someone finally yeah. was like, Get off the fuck get the fuck off this frequency. Andrew shows up in the cockpit and says, Let's get out of here. Do you have a weapon? I got this motherfucking flare gun. We yo. found a flare gun. So they grab the flare gun and um it's 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 kind of funny because you know we're getting cl- close to the end of the movie. Yeah. Sabrina has um made her way to the boat. She's hiding. Victor Crowley is among her. And the only among her amongst amongst her, yeah. Uh, the only thing that gives her away is Kathleen's phone, who she's holding. Rings. It rings, and it's some crappy rap song. Yep. Andy, could you please explain how she dies? I thought it's a cool. I know, like, like it's a POV of her head getting, but he does something to her that makes her kind of wither away. I didn't get that. Oh, uh, I think she kind of just um, the camera pans down to her, and when it pans back up, he's right above her, and he grabs her head. And I think he just sort of smashes it or squishes her it's, eyes it's, or it's something. Like, because, and, yeah, she's on the floor of the boat looking up, and her eyes are bleeding, and she's kind of coughing some yeah, blood. Yeah, so really. collapsed her throat, or he did something. But finally, I think, because they're showing from, from Sabrina's POV yeah, point of like view. Yeah, her POV. It's great. And then, like, he, he swings sla- the hatchet at her. It's like the head rolling. It's like she rolls. Yeah, that's rad. I think that's what happened, dude. She, he cut off her head, because it's like was, the head yeah. rolling, yeah, and you see uh, two seconds of, again, her POV of him looking down as it fades to black, and the life leaves her body. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think that was pretty rad. So Sabrina's dead. Now we only have the only people left in our cast are Dylan, Andrew, who are at the plane, and Rose, who's coming running up because she's like, fuck. He's coming. Uh, yeah, and guess who's behind her? Victor. Victor. And he only gives her a push. Yeah, so he like shoves, shoves her. her yeah. So she kind of rolls over, and the engine turbine is going. You know, so Right, the plane engine's going, so yeah. Dylan, Andrew. Andrew's holding the flare gun. Rose has been pushed over, so she's now with them all. She's about to, you know, she's trying to grab the hatchet. And as he's trying, you know, Andrew gives a shot of the flare gun. Hits him in the eye. Hits him in the eye. Victor, you know, falls back. Rose comes face to face with him because she's trying to grab the hatchet. Gives him a fucking nice uppercut. Yeah. And she grabs the hatchet and she backs up. This is great. They just square (laughs) off. And uh, Andrew's about to fire the flare gun again. And Rose goes, no, I got this. And what does she say? Like, though she was tiny, she was mighty. Yeah, that's it. Holds the hatchet above her head and whips it at him. But she's not mighty. And it falls short. (laughs) Even Victor kind of looks down. Just looks down. It just falls on the ground by his feet. So she's like, Andrew, shoot. Andrew, shoot him. And And he he shoots shoots the second flare. It goes right past because flare guns are not known for their accuracy. Yeah, and also like even <laughs> Victor kind of looks behind and goes, oh, so you know, like, daddy. and then Dylan's like, anyone else got any one liners? <laughs> <laughs> um, ah. <laughs> uh, then uh, I think oh, Andrew just Andrew says, runs up, runs up, and just into- shoves Victor back towards the plane engine, but doesn't get him all the way inside. Victor is now collapsed against the engine, and it's sucking. You know, it's difficult because it's sucking him in, but he's not quite in. That's when Dylan looks at Rose and 
caresses her face and says, I would have had your babies, you know, and he takes off and full body tackles Victor Crowley into the plane engine and the camera keeps going out the other side. It's just a mist of blood and guts. Just so Dylan's death is my dick kill shot of the week. Shot of the week. Dick shot. Kill of the week. Dick shot. Kill of the week. Heroic tackling Victor Crowley into the engine of a plane. He I, Now that we keep talking about this, that's a great dick shot because it really is just a pst of mist. Yeah. He would have, like, my favorite, like, I really think that Dylan is one of my favorite characters in a lot of the movies that we've seen. Pretty good. Like, so. he, he comes off like, you know, I'm an egg, but he really was there. Yep. He loved Rose. I mean, he really had some for Lowe's, Rose. He saved them all. Yep. So we don't, like, it's turned them much. The, 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 the movie's in, like, sorry, great dick kick yeah, shot. Slow her down. Slow her down. <laughs> I know. I'm so excited because the movie is just like they all do. Yes. It's like Andrew. Rose, Andrew and Rose are down. He's like, fuck. Yeah. And, and it, it just ends. Off. Cuts the credits. But, but yeah, go ahead. I, I, uh, this is well. Great. It's like thirty seconds into the credits. There you go. We come up on a news report. Special report. They're talking about tragedy once again in the swamp. Boy. Yeah. yeah. What happened? And the newscaster is talking about you know the bodies of seven people. It's a plane a bunch crash. Of people. It's a plane, plane, cr- crash. plane crash, and the bodies are found. Uh, we go now live. One of the one of the recovery team, and there's a dude on the phone. That guy's talking about how. Yeah, we recovered all these bodies around the plane, but we've also recovered more way away from the plane. Like, there's no way that they were part of this plane crash. We even found one in the old Crowley shed. And that's when um, it's revealed that somebody in a room is watching this newscast. There you go. And it is our old friend, Mary Beth, from Hatchets 1, 2, and 3. And she gets up and limps over to a shotgun leaning against the wall, grabs it, cocks it, and says, I've been waiting for you, motherfucker. I've been waiting for you, motherfucker. (laughs) And that's the end. As soon as she heard Crowley, (laughs) she knew. And she's limping, Nick, because at the end of Hatchet 3, she had a tree limb through her her pelvis. Um, So um, she's still alive. She's obviously been laying low for the last 10 years. Uh, she didn't back up Andrew's story or at all. You know, she's been laying low. I wonder what's up with that. That's a great fucking question. I know Andrew's out there being accused of murder. That is a fucking great question. So we don't have to take a break. We can just do our shout outs and end the show right here. Yeah, no, I agree. Well, we got that kill count ready. No, but hold on. But now, like, reactions. No, thoughts. Thoughts. You have to tell me now. One, two, three, four. Who's my favorite? My mine is definitely this one. I guess on second watch, or now that we've gone through this. I, first I one is my first one. This is mine in order. Victor yeah. Crowley, favorite. Hatchet one, second. Hatchet two, third. Hatchet three, last. I think I have the same That's order. Because, cool. uh, yeah, Hatchet three was more or less just um, how many people can we kill? You know, let's send in a SWAT team and <laughs> recovery teams. Well, the second one was um, great because it was like a lot of blood. I mean, th- there was so many great stories, but I felt this one yeah. was smarter. The second and I don't one, mean by smarter, like thoughtful. I don't want to say smarter because that sounds... Yeah. This was more thoughtful. Like, I, the kills were smart. Um, the, I like the second one because it built on the first so well. It fleshed out the legend. It fleshed, fleshed out more backstory. Yes! The second one is when they queen? named it yes, Honey queen? Island Swamp. You didn't, Hatchet 1, they didn't say this is Honey Island Swamp. Right. They just said it's a swamp. So, let's, anywho. Let's get into that fucking kill, kill count. count. Yeah. Ooh, Andy, 
Let me take well, a we had uh, in the beginning of the movie, the flashback to 1964. We had that hunter guy, Bernard. What the hell are you doing out here? Let me give you one piece of advice. And that one piece of advice is head cut off. Um, <laughs> followed by Dell and Sue, the young couple who had just gotten engaged. They were going to have a great life together. Dead. Uh, then we flash forward to modern day times. We had our pilot and co-pilot. They both got killed in the plane crash, uh, as well as Zach, who got pulled out of the plane while it was going down. Zach got yanked out and fell, and Dylan checked his pulse. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, sorry. Also, Jay, the makeup guy, uh, he got pulled out the back of the plane and his torn in half. So then, the actual victims of uh, uh, Victor Crowley, Alex. Uh, followed by Austin, uh, followed by Kathleen, your detective of the week, followed by Chloe, then Casey and her baby, and then Sabrina, uh, and then Dylan as he tackled Victor Crowley into the engine. My dick shot kill of the week. Fifteen. Do you include Victor Crowley? I did not include Victor Crowley because there's rumors of a hatchet five. Rumors. Okay, well, plus, okay, dude, like the curse was still on. Yeah, you're right. You know, he's going to come back. Right. So I counted 15. All right. So. Hey, uh... SlashUPodcast.com. We have our own dedicated website to your favorite slasher podcast. I need it's another computer issue, but I will update that. That's cool. I think if you follow us on Insta, SlashU underscore podcast, you'll have fun too. Um, We uh, implore you, and it would be (laughs) so, we would. We'll, we'll let you first one to give us a great review on our uh, streaming services. We'll get a free uh, membership to our OnlyFans account. Really? Yes. You, and you're, you're figuring all of that out. I'm not doing any work. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Partner in podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, that said, how many times have you updated the website? <laughs> yeah. OnlyFans is yours. Yeah, OnlyFans will be mine. <laughs> It'll be mine. We haven't had an iTunes review, uh, an Apple podcast review since February. Well, if you give us one, free access to our soon-to-be OnlyFans OnlyFans account. Shout out to macabdaily.com. Find them on Instagram, macabdaily. Great uh, stories, articles, fucking, they are on the epitome of anything that's rad in pop culture that speaks to our genre. genre. Um, Also... Um, I want, let's go ahead and let's Lou, do it. Yeah. Talk to Lou from Boston. He emailed us, uh, slash you podcast at gmail.com. That's slash you with the letter U. Yeah. I don't know. People are emailing slash Y O U. They're not getting through a uh, slash you podcasts at gmail.com. Lou from Boston, uh, says a huge nice fan. Things. Uh, he absolutely loves the complete lack of snobbery that we have while also remaining insightful and respectful of these trashy movies. Um, he says a lot of his friends and him watch these movies as a teen. Uh, they've moved away or just gotten very busy with being in their 30s and all. And so listening to the combo of Nick's wild energy and Andy's deadpan style makes me feel like I have friends to enjoy these movies with. And he recommended one to us, Nick. Uh, Girls Night Out. Um, 1982, yeah. one hour, 36 minutes. So you just want to do that one? Yes, we are going to do it. Uh, also, I want to uh, say Lou gave us a thank you. Um, it was really nice. He said, whenever I'm feeling down, I throw on an episode of Slash You and instantly feel better. So that was very nice of him. Um, Lou has a, a blog, uh, discardi.blogspot.com. Discard, D-I-S-C-A-R-E-D-E-Y-E.blogspot.com. 
Um, so thanks for the kind words, Lou, and we are going to take you up on that movie. We are going to watch Girls Night Out again, 1982, an hour and 36 minutes. Andy, it's at a it's at a remote Ohio college. Then a killer, he's dressed in the school's bear mo- uh, bear mascot suit. Yeah, stalks several young women participating in an all night scavenger hunt. Sexy. We got to get back to our roots. We've been four weeks now, friends. <laughs> We've been doing some AP classes. We get back to our roots here at yeah. Slash U uh, University, and we welcome all of you to join us. Please, we need more students here. Um, the trailer calls it the Scare Maker, but it's called Girls Night Out and I T E Night. Um, looks like available to rent on Amazon Prime. Yep. So uh, check it out. We're yeah, going we're to going back to the uh, 77 to 88 window. Andy, if I ever want to run long this on is a podcast, I want to do it with you. And this would be the one. So, <laughs> well, hey, big shout out to Lou from Boston, Boston yeah. Lou. Sure. And everyone else. So, uh, that's been the podcast. Thank you to Victor Crowley and Adam Green. Oh, God. Victor Crowley, Adam Green, Dave Sheridan, to Felicity Rose, yeah. so many other people. Yeah. The fuck. Until next time, everyone, class dismissed. Oh, God, I'm crying.